Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everyone. As we're coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you can save a bundle. All you have to do is call 1-888-FARMERS and get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, good sports talk radio night. How you doing tonight, Torres? I'm doing well, Arnie Spanner. How you doing, man? I'm doing well out here okay. in uh, Vermont. Uh, How many not, feet of snow are you under? No, nah, we're okay. We haven't gotten a lot of snow, so oh, good. Uh, well, good it's not been a, it's not been a tough winter. You know, before we even start battling, because that's all we do on a Saturday night. I, I do want to say this. Um, obviously, we do sports, and sports is our life. But um, you know, sometimes we get carried away, and there's bigger things than sports. The passing today of Lewis Nix, who is yes. just 29 years older. Of course, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends. Um, just so young. And, you, of course, you start to get worried when we didn't hear back and everybody was on Twitter and you were just keeping your fingers crossed. And also, you know, we do sports radio, but when you're in the radio business, it's just such a small fraternity. Um, the passing of a radio icon down in Dallas, an iHeartMedia uh, just like us, uh, Russ Martin, who just, I mean, that just shook me to the core. This guy, um, I didn't get to meet him, but from what I hear, just one of the nicest, most generous um, charity guys you'll ever want to meet. He was larger than life down there when I was working in Dallas, and um, he passed away. They found him in his home. He was 60 years old. He was just a radio icon, so we, we just wanted to go ahead and start with that. I know it's tough to transition, but... Uh, certainly, our our thoughts and prayers go out to their family and friends. It was a tough, tough uh, couple of days, you know. Yeah, I just saw the Lewis Nix news before we we got on air here, and and that one's really, really, really tough. Uh, twenty nine years old, yeah. Uh, former Houston Texan. We'll be talking about twenty plenty of the Texans tonight on the field, but no, that that one hurts because I mean I remember him dating back to high school when he committed to to Notre Dame. That was at a time when. Brian Kelly was just getting there and just getting things rolling. And will Notre Dame ever be back? And you get this five-star kid, and you think he's going to be uh, one of the cornerstones. And he was. He was part of a, a couple of really successful teams there. So 29 years old, obviously, really, really, really tragic. And then, of course, you mentioned Russ Martin as well. Yeah, so we uh, we wanted to bring that up, start the show off. And, uh, uh, again, uh, thoughts and prayers to the family and friends. I know that's not much, but um, you really can't do much at this point. And, um, we just wanted to go ahead and address that and, and, and just say how terrible it was. You want to be part of the show, though, and we got a show to do, obviously. We got a job to do, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in Stinking Genius 1, just to kind of slowly transition into sports and stuff. Just just so you know, you know, Torres, I'm getting some carpet uh, down on my stairs. The guy shows up today, and I'm like, what's in this guy's hand, right? And I'm looking. He brought his dog with him. What? <laughs> he brought oh his God. dog. It was a little chihuahua. People I'm are like, so rude. I have, only in Vermont does something like that happen. You know, what? only in Vermont does somebody show up and say, "Oh yeah, I brought my dog with me." You don't mind, do you? 
Well, I'll tell you, when I first moved to California, that yeah. was back, you know, seven, eight years ago. It was the first time that I just saw people very comfortably just bringing their dogs into <laughs> Starbucks and fast food. And it's like, oh. aren't there health codes? Like, isn't this illegal? And so people are so freaking rude these days, man. Oh, let me tell you something. Here in Vermont, very dog friendly. Um, they get uh, you could bring in a dog any place a human goes. The dog's allowed to. Right? Doesn't make it supermarkets, uh, stores, uh, haircuts. It makes no difference. The dog's allowed. Also, big, big good dog advocate out there. But I, I thought that only in Vermont does somebody show up to do carpet on your stairs and brings their dog too. Right? That's unbelievable. That to me is just <laughs> that that crosses a line. It's even even a restaurant. I think a restaurant is actually like legitimately illegal. I think because of again health code violations. But nobody's going to stand in the way. But then for to to show up at another person's <laughs> house, isn't that like you know? Isn't that the worst uh, though? Seriously, like when when you're having a party or whatever, and people just bring over their dog, you know? And that's, who does that though? I, that's I what I mean. Does, yeah, jeez. Uh, by the way, might be later on to tell you how my local co-host in Vermont was held by the border patrol. Oh my uh, goodness! You <laughs> see, this is why he never leaves Vermont. He's left Vermont twice in in his eighty yeah, years. Yeah, I don't. Of I don't need to. Yeah, you get all this good stuff. Right? Yeah, remind me how he was held by the local border patrol for over an hour uh, because of his stupidity. I'll, I'll get to that Jericho, later. Jericho, oh, Vermont. We got not Jericho. We just stop with that. All right, we got a lot to get to though. Busy show as we told you. Aaron underscore Torres. I've been stinking genius one. Obviously, a lot of football. We'll get to what Kyrie said about the Kobe logo. We got our thoughts on that. Spring training already on their full steam ahead. Bernie Fratto will join us, of course, uh, straight out of Vegas. We'll see what's going on in Vegas out there. Um, so plenty to touch on. Oh, and someone told LeBron, uh, let's uh, stick to sports. We'll tell you who that was. But um, I wanted to start with Russell Wilson. So much going on with this about, um, I don't want to leave, but if I was going to leave, I'll leave for what? Las Vegas, Chicago, New Orleans, Dallas. Of course, that gets the people, the Cowboy fans all excited, which I don't blame them. We'll get into Dak Prescott in a little bit. Um, I think Chicago would be a great fit. The Saints, I think Vegas would be a great fit. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. I do have a gut feeling that he's going to be gone. People say it's impossible, less than 1%. I heard somebody on the network say, what are your thoughts when you hear Russell Wilson? Because I actually start with this, uh, uh, Torres. I actually really believe that he's unhappy. Bottom line, whether you can get traded or not, I actually feel that he's unhappy being up there in Seattle. Yes, and I know we're going to duke it out later with Deshaun Watson, but at least Deshaun Watson's been, uh, I hate to use the term, man enough to basically say, just trade me. I'm not coming back. Just trade me. Now, I right. disagree with if he'll get traded, all that stuff. But Russell Wilson, you know, he's dancing around the 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 subject here. He's doing this public media campaign where he's saying he's unhappy with his O-line and he wants more say in his personnel. And then he does this thing with, with four teams that he would consider a trade to. I'm a little over it, man. I, I mean, I am, and, and I still think we're – a long ways away from him actually being traded. But where are we at here? Are you happy? Are you unhappy? What's the deal? Just get to the bottom of it. If you're unhappy, there's, I don't know. I, just, I feel like there's ways to handle it behind the scenes without acting the way that you're acting. I, You know, and we've watched, I've at least watched sports. I'm a little bit older. I think like a year or two older than you. So I've I've seen the Decade transition. Two, but yeah, well, whatever. Um, but, you know, Sean, uh, Deshaun Watson, I want to be able to pick who's on my team. I want to be able to have a say. Russell Wilson. Um, the, the same goes with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Tom Brady always wanted to be able to make decisions, but he never did. My question is this. When 
when did quarterbacks get to decide what goes on on a football team and who you have to get? Uh, how come the defensive star doesn't get to decide who we want? What about the coach up there? And by the way, if you want to tell me how to run my team, why don't you go buy your own team and run it the way you want? Notice a lot of uh, guys don't pool their money together and buy their own team and run it the way they want. You want your own team? Michael Jordan is one of the few, and look how successful he's been. Not so. So it, it, it's a lot harder than you think. I, I, I got to tell you, Torres, I, I think if you want to go ahead and make decisions like that, that'd be me like going to my boss and saying, uh, hey, Scott Shapiro, I want to sit down with you. I think we need to tinker with the lineup. Um, let me tell you what I think, and uh, we'll move everybody around. He'd look at me like I was a knucklehead. I, I, I don't understand. Where they play football, they're doing their best to get people. You got the salary cap. I, I don't understand where they think they should have that type of power. Well, let me ask you, where where is the line crossed? Because obviously when you are the star of the team, the face of the franchise, by far the highest paid player, you, you do want to keep that guy happy. Um, but I also think your point is relevant of you don't get to pick every single player and there's a salary cap and there's draft picks and are you where does it end are you going to be sitting in in the draft room and saying draft that cornerback from Ohio State like where does it end I guess my point is 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 I kind of see I see to a degree both sides I don't think Russell Wilson is handling it particularly well but where is that line crossed from he just wants what's best for the team to he's overstepping his bounds well, uh, well, I understand he wants what's best for the team, but he has overstepped his bounds. If you really wanted to have a, you know, you, first of all, you don't play it out in the media. I'm glad they do. It gives us something to talk about. <laughs> sure. But you don't play it out in the media. And if you don't like the way it's done, then you do what Matthew Stafford, uh, Wentz, Goff, you go to them, you say, let's try to make a trade. Let's try to make this as easy as possible. You don't go ahead and make it as tough as possible. I don't know. Maybe it worked for James Harden. We argued about that. But that's not always the best way out. You know, sometimes um, you could just go ahead and work it out for both teams or, or both situations here uh, between the player and the team. And that's what I think will happen with Deshaun Watson. But back to Russell Wilson, uh, if, if they could pull a trade, if I'm the Cowboys, I've already made several calls to Seattle going, let's, let's get something done. I don't want Dak. I want Russell Wilson. And by the way, you said your star should be able to make the decision. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I well, said I, you- I said that I don't have a problem with like I understand them wanting to have more of a say, but I I, I don't know exactly where that line gets crossed. You know what Is I mean? Is he still the star though at year ten? I mean, how many Russell more years Wilson? does he? Well, how many more years? Don't say Tom Brady, but how many more years does he have left at a high rate like that? That you know maybe he was the star and up and covered four or five years. I don't know if I want to make it the decisions at year 10 or 11, you know? Uh, sure. I want to get to the Cowboys, though, because yeah, that was the first question that I was going to ask you. Yeah. Because for two years on this show, every summer, every offseason, we are always talking about Dak's future. You're going to give him the long term. You're going to give him the short term. How many years? How many years are you going to give him? How 40 million, 35 million. What's he going to say yes to? What, did he, what has he already declined? That was my first thought when I heard this. If I'm Jerry Jones, I know supposedly the Seahawks are not listening to offers right now. Right, right. But I would kind of be on the phone like, what's it going to take? I mean, because to me, we've talked about this for about three or four weeks now. We were on air right as the Matt Stafford deal broke multiple first-round picks. And and we talked about, I don't think multiple first-round picks are all that valuable right now. 
And so if you what what is it three is it four is it three and two seconds what do I have to do to get Russell Wilson because we've been talking about Dak for years and if I'm gonna have to pay somebody forty million it might as well be Russell Wilson I'll take him over Dak any day. Why do you say they're not answering the phone for Seattle? Let me tell you why they're answering the phone because if I'm try if I'm Dallas let's just take Dallas for example since you brought them up if I'm Jerry Jones and I'm trying to call over to Seattle and they're not taking my call or they say they're not interested in trading me. Um, Russell Wilson, you know where my next call is, don't you, if I'm Jerry Jones? Then I call Russell Wilson's agent. And I go, what's going on here? You said that Russ said he would love to get traded to us. We want him, and they're saying they don't even take my call. Then what do they do? Then that's when Russ goes public and say, I want out of here. You want to play games? That's the games I'll play if if Seattle doesn't take my call. And that's where the semantics of this week came in. Right, right. Well, I didn't demand a trade. Right, right. And I don't want a trade. Right, But if down the road maybe a trade is being considered, then these are the four teams that I would go to. Exactly. Um, and, and, and I think he wants that. When you, when you go ahead and put out stuff like that, when, that's like me saying to you, Torres, I love working with you, but if I do want to get you fired, I wouldn't mind working with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. But if Dan Byer was available yeah. on Saturday nights, I sure would love to would work love with him. I love working with that guy. You know, No offense to you. I, I just, again, um, where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a lot of smoke here, and there's a lot of evidence that he wants out. And let me tell you something. Um, agents are smart enough to say that, he, you know, whether they want out or not. But to put out the specific teams, that is uh, – I don't know. When's the last time we heard something – I mean, yeah, we heard Harden saying, I want out, but he didn't say specifically Brooklyn. When's the last time he said, here's the four teams I'll go to? Mm-hmm. Um, that that's kind of gutsy to be honest, you know. Anthony Davis did that, but he demanded a trade though. And I think Kyrie, when he demanded a trade, had four or five teams, but right. they demanded the trade. They, you know, they I, I don't want to say manned up, but they kind of manned up and said Kyrie was like, I'm not coming back. You right, bring me right. back, I'm having knee surgery, I'm sitting out the season. Uh Anthony Davis, I don't remember every single semantic. It was clear he wanted to go to the Lakers, but if I remember Milwaukee maybe and the Celtics, I want to say I can't remember. There was a few teams, but uh, it's it, but they actually demanded a trade, unlike Russell Wilson, who's kind of being wishy-washy here. All right, Authentic Allen, it only took one segment to get on his blank side. LOL, Arnie Bunker is back to get off my lawn, guy. Biggest fear has come true. The NFL players are starting to act like the NBA, and then they found their voice. Hide the women and children in America. Uh, shut up and dribble is dead, old man. It's 2021. Wow. Wow. Are you going to call me old man? That's exactly what I was going to say. He didn't say shut up and dribble, but that's okay. He tried. I think he meant to say that. Yeah, he tried. He tried. (laughs) I think think he did, too. I think he did, too. Um, You know, look, everybody can't have a say on the team. Um, You know, that's like if you go to Dallas, who gets to say? Does Dak say, I want this? Does Ezekiel Elliott say, I want this? Um, You know, who who gets to be the guy? Who gets – is it usually the quarterback? I I don't understand. So – um, that's the part they have to figure out. You want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. We'll come back. Oh, we're just getting started. We got to fight about Deshaun Watson. We've been fighting about this guy for how long now, Torres? It's way too like, long. I just, we, we got, I'm going to put a poll out to the audience that I'm going to need their help with. So everybody, everybody stay tuned because I am going to Are need your help. Are you going to apologize, help. you said? No, I'm not. Apologize for what? You and DeSager both should apologize. 
you should apologize for coming on air. Wait till I jump on the Sager, jump down his throat for the mistakes he's made over the last couple weeks. All right, we'll get to all that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS-TO-SWITCH. And you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Heard you were a little mad at me uh, today, Torres. I mean, I just dislike you. I don't know if it's mad. Wow. Wow. <laughs> There's nothing like uh, out of the blue that makes that, that's made me any well, more Well, I heard than... you were mad because I applied for another job and I finished second. <laughs> oh, really? Was this? Oh, you didn't hear? No. What happened? I thought you heard and you were mad at me because I applied for another job. If it was one of your calendar shoots again, I'm not surprised you weren't picked. No, but... I, I applied for the, well, one of our colleagues actually got the job, um, Emmanuel Acho. I don't know oh, if you saw... the bachelor. Yeah, I, I was second. I finished second to that. I don't know if you heard. That's really? too bad, Arnie. Yeah. On behalf wow. of all of us here at the studios, we were really hoping you would get another job. Wow. No, I'd still be able to do this show, though. I don't think me doing The Bachelor oh, would have mean, affected my show out here. I could see. And by the way, is that the Sager who last week said Arizona doesn't play anymore when they do play? How dare he even show up? I thought for sure he wouldn't show his face around here. Well, typically you try to quote somebody and can't actually quote them. No, I wow. said that that was essentially their March Madness, right? Playing no, USC no, and UCLA no, last no. week. No, Washington today. That's right. That? Washington is 5-20. and 20. Wow. That is absolutely ah. you know what? a March I, Madness-like game. I want to take the bachelor job now. Why did I not get that job? Well, you'll have March free because your cheaters are not wow. allowed in the NCAA oh, tournament this on. year. There, as for as for why you didn't get the bachelor, I could see why you finished. You you and Emmanuel Acho have second. so much in common, except for both good looking. He's young, yeah. handsome, fit, <laughs> uh, full head of hair. Oh, it's the hair is what you're telling me, huh? So yeah. You're saying he didn't give you a rose. <laughs> I saw him get the job, and I'm like, why didn't I apply for the job? Why didn't I do that? <laughs> My mom wanted me to apply for the uh, Price is Right job uh, when Bob Barker stepped down. Before oh, they-, they had people trying out for that. I they know. actually yeah. had audiences and doing shows that never aired, but still giving away prizes just oh. to give guys, Bob Goen and the rest of them that tried out, uh, oh. a chance on stage to try and get the gig. Oh, I would have been great at that. I would have been good. No, Mary, that's not a good bit. Let's think about that, okay? What are you thinking about there? Roger that. Yeah, old lady, you come on. See, I would have had my own put my own spin on it. I would have watched. Yeah, I would have been great at it. I would have been awesome. I didn't say that. I said I would have watched. <laughs> All right, thank you. You can jump in, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been sticking genius one real quick before I move on to Deshaun Watson. Where did it go wrong? I wanted to ask you between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's such a likable guy. What's going on here? And by the way, you know, uh, of course, we're getting a lot. Um, of tweets there, and someone says uh, the most important position in the game should have a say. That's who. Um, well, what about the coach? He's got to worry about the offense and the defense, not just the offensive line, and enough to protect your quarterback. Where did it all go wrong 
between Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll? I I don't know. I I I mean I don't know. I I just I don't even know how to answer it. I, well, I don't know what you want me to say. Well, I, I well obviously there's a, a little riff going on there. Obviously they're not happy. I thought Pete Carroll's a pretty you know likable coach. I know he has a couple of kids on the staff. I hear maybe that's one. One went to Arizona, but I I don't well, understand and how. He, yeah. And I I will say this is part of I guess my frustration with Russell Wilson is. They restructured the whole offense for you, for what you wanted. Let Russ cook was a thing. Um, your numbers in some categories went up, but in some, like, interceptions uh, went up the wrong way. And so, right. uh, you know, th- this has been my whole issue with this Russell Wilson thing. I understand wanting more talent around you, and, and I get it. It's hard not to look at Tom Brady and say, Tom Brady basically was given a blank check or a blank whatever checkbook, was able to go get the guys that he wanted. But Russell Wilson, we you and I have talked about this about three weeks now. Some of this is on him too now. 20... For taking the money, right? Is that, but he's only owed, what, $70 million for the next three years? That, that's not too bad, I guess. Well, not just that, but remember yeah. we talked about, remember we had Softy, the uh, radio guy yes. from, from Seattle, yeah. Yeah. 26% of the sacks, according to Pro Football Focus, were on Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's yeah. not absolved from all this. And so uh, I, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have more talent around you, but you have to look in the mirror at some point and say some of this is on you too. By the way, we were watching that uh, 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 playoff game against the Rams. That pick six wasn't on the offensive line. That was on Russell Wilson. All right, so uh, let's get let's get over to Deshaun Watson. Now we've been battling for this for a while. You and I were, were uh, texting each other all week long, um, and I'll I'll just make this easy for you. Um, Deshaun Watson and I I believe this. Whether I'm right or I'm wrong, you'll tell me. I'm sure real quick. Um, he doesn't want to play for the Texans. He told the new coach he doesn't want to be there anymore. I believe he wants out. I think that's a bunch of baloney. I heard Peter King saying, "No, they're not taking calls." That's your job to take calls. That's stupidity when I hear something like that. They're going to take your calls. They're going to listen. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, If they don't trade him, that's their choice. I think they're going to. I'm like 90% sure he won't be on the roster for week one, whether that means he gets traded the Saturday before the first Sunday game or in an hour from now, I don't know. But whatever the contract makes it easiest for them, but there's no way you could keep this guy on your team when he's acting like this. You've got to go ahead and trade him. So you're calling Peter King a liar then? I'm not it? calling him a liar. I just disagree with him. That's all. You you disagree with facts? That's a report. He's not. You're, that's not his opinion. That's a fact. I never heard of a team not taking calls. You don't even know what they're calling about. That's the first okay, thing. Okay, here is exactly what Peter King wrote. He yes, said, go ahead. at least two teams have given offers to Houston and gotten zero feedback. Like, How could you give an offer if you got at least they answered the phone? Then like, maybe they didn't no want to make reaction, the trade. No, will not get back to I, you. Nothing on top. So you you I, don't think it's going to happen? Then I'm taking it. On top of Peter King, Peter yeah. Schrager said this on the herd this week. Carolina might be the leaders in our world or in our own heads, but I can tell you after spending the weekend speaking to teams across the league, and this is a damper for our world. Houston is not even taking phone calls right now. And we're now heading towards March. This is not January or February, but Nick Casario, the GM, is still not even listening to offers. That doesn't even sound like the Belichickian way, to be honest with you. Um, I, I I find that so hard to believe. So, no, I don't have inside sources. I, you know what? I get the feeling if I called the Texans on Monday, 
and said, I'd like to leave a message for Mr. Casario. And they said, what would you like to leave? I'd say, it's already Spanier. I'd like to talk to him about if he's going to trade Deshaun Watson. Isn't that me leaving a message? Isn't that them answering the phone? I don't understand what that means when you tell me they're not even answering the phone. It means that you Gosh. can call. They're not picking up. So then, then you, if you agree with that, you're telling me there's no way Deshaun Watson gets – there's zero chance of Deshaun Watson getting traded. I never said zero chance. Well, if they're not taking calls and not and not off listening to the trade thing, how could you get traded then, you know? They're not taking calls now. It doesn't mean that they won't take them closer to the draft or after the draft or if some other domino falls, if – I can't think of a scenario right now. Why would you take it closer to the – why would you wait a week or two then instead of now? What That, that I don't understand. Uh, because that. people get desperate around the draft every single year. Do we not have trades all around the draft as we so get closer? So you think they're playing coy, not answered, or you just think they don't want to trade him, or you think I they're think calling Deshaun Watson's bluff? I think it's all three. I don't think they want to trade him. But I do think eventually they may have no choice but to listen to offers, especially around draft time, especially we've talked about the teams. I mean, imagine if the Jacksonville Jaguars call and offer you the number one pick. Imagine if the New York Jets call and offer you their you pick. You wouldn't know. You're not answering the phone. They might have to at some <laughs> point. I'm just telling you what are what the best reporters in the NFL are reporting right now. I'll you tell can, you what. Go ahead. No, because I'll, I'll tell you what. Is he going about this the right way? We'll answer that. Uh, that's coming up next. But first, let's see what's trending. Yeah, he showed his face after botching up all last week. <laughs> let's see what's trending with Steve DeSager. What's up, DeSager? No, I keep looking for Arizona in March Madness. They're not going to be there. There was wow. no botch up at the news desk. You I will said say, they weren't, weren't going to play this weekend. That's not true. I said that this was their March Madness last wow. week. Uh, I will say for your pro team, the New York Knicks are now 17 and 17 ladies and gentlemen they edged indiana 110 107 the pacers malcolm brogdon was out with a sore knee but the new york knicks by being a 500 team are tied for fourth in the eastern conference if you're a 500 team in the west you're not even in the top eight i mean dallas won tonight with the upset dallas is 16 and 16 they're ninth place in the west of course keep in mind these days even the ninth and 10th place teams get to play their way into the playoffs That's in the right. NBA. But New York Knicks tied for fourth in Ugh. the East. Just have to say that out loud. How many Ewing have tonight? <laughs> I just love this. I think like the Charles best Smith I've, got a few rebounds. This is the best the Knicks have been in a million years. I love it. It does feel like that. It actually. does. It does. This is how Bradley Beal's NBA season has gone. He had 34 points tonight. They beat lowly Minnesota, 128-112. He has played 29 games. He scored 30 points in 20 of the 29 games he has played, according to the league. In the last 20 years, it's very rare that in your first 30 games of the season, you you have that many 30-point performances. Beal has. James Harden has done that. Carmelo Anthony has started like that. And Allen Iverson. That's the short list. Minnesota, by the way, has lost seven in a row. Seven and 27, the record now for the Timberwolves. And Russell Westbrook had a triple-double yet again through three quarters in this Washington win. Philadelphia still first place in the Eastern Conference, half game over the Nets. Both Philly and Brooklyn lost at home. Now, Brooklyn's eight-game winning streak is over in part because Kyrie Irving didn't play, out with a bad shoulder, and Kevin Durant still out through the All-Star break with his strained hamstring. Dallas won at Brooklyn 115-98. Philadelphia lost at 
home to the Cleveland Cavaliers. In overtime, it was 112-109 Cavs. Joel Embiid did score 42 points in the loss. Wins for Utah again for Denver and San Antonio. Toronto's Pascal Siakam is out through the All-Star break due to health protocols, according to ESPN. Jalen Brown of the Celtics is questionable for tomorrow with a sore knee. To college basketball, number one ranked and undefeated, Gonzaga is pulling away 60-46 to over Loyola Marymount. 12 minutes to go. Zags shooting 62% from the floor. This would be win number 51 in a row at home. Number two, Baylor was 18-0, but lost to Kansas tonight, 71-58. Michigan and Illinois, each one on the road today. They'll face each other on Tuesday night. Oklahoma State in overtime, one at number seven, Oklahoma. Canelo Alvarez has defeated his opponent, who nobody had heard of. Had a couple years off, his opponent, in fact. Alvarez wins the super middleweight uh, defense of the title tonight. He's 55-1-2. and two. The fight in Miami, the first ever at the Dolphin Stadium, was stopped after three rounds. Colin Morikawa, after three rounds of golf, the leader in Florida by two strokes. NASCAR's on Fox TV tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time from Homestead, Miami, and Major League Baseball exhibition games do start tomorrow. Back to you. All right, apology accepted. Uh, welcome back to the <laughs> Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call one eight 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 Farmers, and you can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. By the way, Ralphie boy, your biggest fan says any chance, uh, Aaron, you'll be making any FS1 appearances on the herd next month uh, with the NCAA tournament coming up. Another reason Arnie should let Aaron drive because of his TV appearances. Oh, it's yeah, true. big shot, you. Huh? Yeah. Are you going to be on the herd? I got a face for TV. You got a face that's definitely not good enough for The Bachelor. Um, wow. No word on the herd, but. Yeah, I didn't think so. I am filling in for Dan Beyer tomorrow. Wow. From 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern with George Reister. Look at so, you. Look Big at shot. Look America's at you. America's Sweethearts, us two, me and George. I don't know why you got, Colin doesn't have me on at all, ever, ever. Well, you. Zero. You're Zero. not well. You're certainly interesting. You're not. You've uh, been. You've been on. If you've been on, come on now. I have an area. Anybody of expertise. should be on. I have an area of expertise. Unlike you, you just yell and scream and hope nobody <laughs> pays attention to the fact that uh, you don't know what you're talking about half don't, the time. Don't laugh at that, Ron. Oh my God, Deshaun Watson! Of course you have to trade him. Zero. My wife does all the shoveling. I'm already zero. That's how I talk. What do you? I, that's how I talk. I use. I use my my. Stairmaster as a clothes hanger. I'm going to tell the same Ben Maller story 47 times and wow. never get the punchline. People love the Ben Maller story. I never get yeah. the punchline. I need the punchline. Gosh, I can't give you. You just, Every time we give you a movie punchline, you've never even seen the damn movie. All right, yes. Let me, what does let that me have get, to do? It, nothing. I have to throw something back at you. You did. That was good. Oh, my God. That's all I had. Let's get to Deshaun Watts. By the way, is this... um. Is he going about this the right way? I mean, you see different ways. You see that some of the trades that have been made earlier, uh, you know, with Stafford and, and uh, Wentz and um, Goff and all that were done very easily, I think easily, and pulled off and really were kind of surprised about it. Is Deshaun Watson going by this the right way? And do you think he's bluffing or do you think he'll hold out the year and bypass, what, $20 million or whatever it is? And that is why I don't think he is going to get traded. And I, I've said this for weeks on this show yeah. when we filled in for Jason and Mike. This isn't the NBA. Anthony Davis demands a trade and he just doesn't show up. He still gets paid. James Harden demands a trade, doesn't still shows up. He gets doesn't show up. He gets paid. This isn't the same with Deshaun Watson. This isn't the same with the NFL. Go ahead. 
I know when I know that, but why? And I never understood why this doesn't happen more. Why can't Deshaun Watson come in the camp and say, "Oh, I got a little tightness in my hamstring. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to sit this uh, next week out and the week after that." Oh, a little tightness again. I, I, I never under. Who are you going to call him a liar? You're going to make him go out there against uh, you know his doctor's orders? Going to clear him and say you're just lying about it? I how are you going to prove something like that, Aaron? You know. Here's my here's the flip side of that, yeah. which I'm thinking about now. We've seen guys hold out, and the team is bad, and they need him. Emmett Smith, I think, one year came to mind. They started like two and two, and he got whatever. Oh, and two, and they end up winning the Super Bowl that year. Do the do the Texans care? Like like will the Texans just oh you don't want to show up week one week two because like if they start zero and three do they re- like do they really care or are they just you know what I well, mean? Well, wouldn't they get? I understand that, but wouldn't they get more for him now than if they started zero and three and he wasn't coming in to to play and then they seem desperate and then you're getting like what, what is fifty more, cents on the though, dollar? You get, you have one of the five best quarterbacks in the league, I think, but you know certainly top seven eight. I mean, what is more? It doesn't matter. You're, whatever you're going to get is not the equivalent of Deshaun Watson. No, but I, I got to get that three three first-round picks. I got to start there. I don't care so much about the players, but um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a draft like this, and you heard Brian O bring this up before, and I saw this too, Charlie Castle put out his, his uh, draft. He had Justin Fields down at, like, number 25. Which is so, so stupid. But <laughs> it is. Well, I thought that was crazy. I mean, but J- J- uh, Zach Wilson played against one real defense. I love Zach. Well, but, I, we were watching BYU games every Saturday night in here. But it's just like, come no, on my, now. My whole point is somebody, I, look, you, you know some quarterback is going to drop. Um, and maybe that's how the Texans get their quarterback. I don't know. There's still a lot of veterans out there. It's not like they're um, they're out of options if they trade Deshaun Watson um, on getting another quarterback. Obviously, they won't find a quarterback as good as Deshaun Watson, yeah. but if you're going to win four games with him, you could certainly win four games without him, I guess is my, my thought, and have three first-round picks with that too. Let me ask you a different question on Deshaun Watson. What is he so frustrated about? They went to the playoffs – Right. The previous two seasons and won the division. Like I get it, they traded DeAndre Hopkins, but they fired the coach who was also the GM. Right? They're so, like, what? Is, what are you so worked up about? I mean, you could be in. Uh, there's a million places that I feel like are worse than Houston. Maybe not a million, but you could be a Jet. You could have been drafted by the Jets, who are a disaster. You could have been drafted by the Jaguars, who are a disaster. You could have been drafted by uh, a lot worse places with a lot worse situations than the Texans. Uh, is this all about uh, that they promised that he'd be in the decision-making process for the general manager and coach, and they didn't ask him? So that's it. it uh, I'm done with you guys. Is that what this is all about? I, I can't answer that. Is it more than that? Um, that's what I'm trying to figure. Does he out. want to go on and maybe pick another town other than Houston? Uh, you know, does him and Watt say that's it? We're both out of here. I, I, I don't know really to be honest with you. Obviously, there's something bothering him though, pretty bad. That he doesn't want to come back, and and that's the whole thing. It really doesn't make a difference what it is. If you can't fix those fences, you got to trade them, Aaron. You you got to get rid of them. You can't have that type of poison in your uh, in your clubhouse, your locker room. I I still, you know, to me, it's just so different. You brought up Carson Wentz. Well, Carson Wentz stunk. That's the problem. I mean, Deshaun Watson had career best numbers just on a really bad team. But Deshaun Watson's awesome. Carson Wentz stunk. Matthew Stafford's 30-whatever and about to go through another rebuild, 35, 34, something in that range. This is so different. 25-year-old just entering his prime. I saw this, which kind of blew my mind. 
24 weeks ago is when he signed that contract extension. Wow. wow. 24 weeks? We're not talking <laughs> about ancient history here. Right. No, so, I, I didn't think it was that soon. How about that, huh? That's, that's I mean. great. I, I, I understand you're a little upset. You weren't more consulted. I get all that. What is so bad about Houston? That's still what I haven't figured out yet. Like, what is so bad about Houston? They won the division two years in a row before uh, the season. Want to get a little bit into Dak also, so we'll get into that coming up next. A lot of quarterback talk in hour number one. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. This is Fox Sports Radio. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm a stinking genius one like Abigail, who said, I've come to the realization that of out of all the Fox radio hosts, number one is Clay Travis, and a close second is Arnie Spanier. Great show as usual. Thanks, guys. Abigail, no words are more truer. No words are more truer. Abigail, I appreciate the support, and I'm glad you really like our show. You got to put me on the list if you're going to tag me. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, you don't you don't say, "Hey, uh, congrats to the I, Lakers on winning the title." Top two players in the league are KD and LeBron. Like she just said, away. to Sid, Aaron, you are on the list. I only named the top two. You guys really come off great together. Oh, uh, well, how many how many hosts do we have at Fox Sports Radio? Let's say like thirty. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. You're top 29. There's no doubt. Abigail says that I'm yeah. one of the top three, so thank you, Abigail. She didn't say three. She didn't say three. She didn't not say three. You could be. It could be number three. could be 30. Don't know. Somewhere in between three and 30. I don't think I'm 30. Five. If I had to guess, I'd go more 30 than three, to be honest with you. Three. Abigail, weigh in and just say I'm number three, <laughs> even if it's a lie. Oh, it's going to kill you if she doesn't do that. No, it's like it's going to kill you. Abigail, we're cool. No matter what you think of me, uh, it's okay. Vegas football says um, he was talking about you guys don't get it. Um, I don't know when you national guys are going to get it. Houston guys do. If you're talking about Jack Easterby, you aren't analyzing the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, and I know everybody, a, a lot of guys, and I heard Gottlieb bring him up a bunch of times also. N let me tell you something. It, it's gone to the point now, though, that if a guy wants out, especially if it's a quarterback that's in, in, in high demand like he is, you really don't have much of a choice. Matter of fact, um, uh, Allen said, Arnie is right for once. No player should ever hold out. They should fake injuries to keep their paychecks. If I was Watson and they didn't trade me, I'd pull a hamstring five minutes before every game. And that's what I'm talking about, Torres. So, no fine. I go to practice. I ride the bike. My hamstring's tight, and I'm, I'm done for the day. Well, if it you was know, that yeah. easy, somebody would have done it by now. And so I wonder if right. – you know, if the doctors clear you, and and I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the answer Kawhi is. Kawhi Leonard sat out the whole time in San Antonio. Remember that? The last and by year? the end, how upset was Greg Popovich? Oh, he was furious. Exactly. He was, but there was nothing he could do about it, though. But the, uh, it's a good, it's a good yeah. question, and it, it'd be great if, uh, you know, down the road at some point we'll get an NFL person on to to ask that because I'm genuinely curious, and it might be you might you just know, be right on this one. You know who said something about that? Um, 
Jerome Bettis uh, brought this up one time. I forget where he was talking about. It. He said one time he came in the training camp, he had, he had a bad, bad knee, um, and then he was afraid that if he didn't get out there, he was going to get cut. So he got out there for the first practice, and before anybody could touch him, he went right down and grabbed his knee. So he was injured, and then they couldn't cut him for that reason, and he got through the uh, the preseason or something to that effect. So he kind of faked it also. Sure. I mean, there, it's – I'm just curious why it has never been done in football. Now, in basketball, like I said, Kyrie was flat out, or at least the reports were, that he basically said flat out, if you if you don't trade me, I'm going to get knee surgery. So, um, so it appears as though in basketball it's a little bit different, but I don't have an answer. Maybe that is the answer. I don't know, but I also think that uh, – I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens, but until Peter King and Peter Schrager and people who cover this stuff for a living say that the Texans are really willing to trade him, that's when I'll believe it. You know, out of all the people, we don't have a lot of time for this now, but and we'll get into this in hour number two. I can't wait to see what Dak Prescott's going to do. Contract, no contract, franchise tag, extension. Um, I just want to see how he comes back from an injury, the second, uh, yeah, that second um, surgery. I can't wait to see how he's going to be and what he does for the Cowboys. That I, I just I'm all in on that this year, you know. Well, and I would say really quick. I know we're about to get to break here, but uh, I'm very curious how the Russell Wilson news plays because it, it, one one thing in life you always need is leverage, and the Cowboys have really had no leverage in this situation other than Dak's injury. Well, now if Russell Wilson is really available, all of a sudden that's that leverage. Maybe Dak takes the takes a smaller deal now. I, I know they say it's uh, almost impossible. Um, I feel like Deshaun Watson's getting traded, and I even feel like Russell Wilson's getting traded. I don't know if that's just a talk show guy of me coming out or, or um, just a hope or whatever it is. I, I just get that gut feeling. Hour one in the books. We just cruised on by. We crushed that. We'll come back, reset. We'll get into what Kyrie had to say about the Kobe logo. All that's next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, that is us. Good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call, don't you think? Average nationwide annual savings survey data July to December 2020. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, so much to get to. Hour two of the show. By the way, what is that? What the heck um, is uh, Eric saying? Um, it says Arnie's entertaining, but take away his iPhone and let's see what. Uh, here it is. Ask Arnie what football game he's truly watched in the regular season. He's very entertaining, but just take away his iPhone away and uh, to see what he would have. What does that mean? Like I, I don't watch games at all. Like I'm, I'm just. You know, without watching football, they will. I don't even understand what the hell that means. Thing that Eric needs to understand is one: you have a flip phone, and two, I think you might actually have a rotary phone. To be honest, two, I, I think he's saying what I said. You just yell and scream, and oh my goodness, who's yelling and screaming? By the way, I'm not yelling. I'm not screaming. This is how I talk. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. So I don't. Know. Let's just let's just I like be soft spoken like I'm you. I'm gonna like that tweet because I think that's a solid tweet. I think that's a smart tweet. Let me block him. Wow, look at you. You can't take a little criticism. Maybe you need to put your iPhone down and start watching some more games. Get off Instagram. Stop liking uh, uh, all those pictures on Instagram and get focused on work. By by the way, I want to tell you a real quick story. My uh, host here locally in Vermont. Yes, I want to hear this story. He he did something nobody else in the United States was eligible to do or able to do. 
Um, he was he's driving Uber. He drives Uber a little bit during the day. And somebody from the airport wanted to go up to the Canadian border, which is fine um, because, you know, they're Canadian. They're getting back into Canada. We're not allowed. The border's closed. He was driving, drove too far. He couldn't turn around because the turnaround point was blocked off. So he actually drove into Canada um, when you're not supposed to. Oh, my goodness. And when he tried to come back, he just, uh, instead of backing up his car like he should have, he turned around and tried to go back through the thing. And uh, they pulled him over and brought him into the uh, the holding station and grilled him for like an hour, asking him what the hell was he doing. And they were pretty upset, man. Nobody, nobody you can't go through the border. Nobody's allowed to. And I'm like, didn't the big words that say, welcome to Canada, <laughs> say anything to you? What's wrong with you, you know? So two quick questions. Why yeah. was the person that he brought allowed to cross the border? That person was Canadian. And, oh. flew, and that person flew into Burlington, Vermont. And, you know, we're, we're pretty close to the border. So that's how they were getting back home. Okay. And then yeah. two, I missed the part. Why didn't he just stop before the border? He didn't see the sign? Well, he thought he can go and then turn around before Uh-oh. he actually hit the thing. And like a dope, you can't do that. You know, they, there's a lot there's a lot of restrictions going on nowadays. And they grilled him like he was like a drug smuggler or something like that. Maybe oh, my was. goodness, man. They, they didn't want to hear no excuses. You know, why did you go to the border? Didn't you see the sign? You know you're not allowed. What the hell's wrong with you? What, are you stupid? You know, I told you. That's why he never leaves Jericho, Vermont. I, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. They held him for like an hour. Did he miss your show or what? No, he almost he almost had to call in. That's so funny. I said you should have just made a run for it. Just hop in the car <laughs> and take off. You're in the States. What are they going to do? Try to try to hunt you down? What, are they going to come through Vermont trying to find you? Oh, Jeez. My goodness. That's funny, man. So yeah, he drives Uber. I'm learning yeah. so much about him. I feel like for a guy that's so stuck in his ways, I wouldn't. he wouldn't strike me as an Uber driver. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you. Well, one, we'll have him on the show one day. Please, no. um, are you so, oh, he's so ner- he'll be so nervous coming on. But it's like, because uh, I, I always bring up how we're on a quarter of a billion per month. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that is what the emails say. Yes, it does. So I, I constantly bring that up on my local show, and uh, he'd say, "I don't know how you do it. I, I would just melt. I don't know how I would talk to so many people." So. Aren't we on in Burlington? Yes, we are. Yes, of course, absolutely. Um. Lots on the, we're getting a lot of tweets. I can't keep up with them. If you want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. how good I am at my job. You're kind of okay. You need to put down your <laughs> iPhone. I got the gist of them. Um, also, I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Um, I wanted to start off with Kyrie because he was talking about Kobe. Uh, perhaps uh, Kobe should be the new logo of the NBA. Of course, the logo now is, are we going to say it's Jerry West? Or are we just going to say it, it perhaps maybe Jerry West? Because the NBA never really admitted to that um they're just saying it, it, it's just kind of neutral we all assume it's jerry west but um do we need a new nba logo let's start with that is it uh, a little old and it needs to be brushing up a little bit or are you okay with what we have right now no i don't think it needs to be changed and what i would say is you know i, I think there are great ways to honor kobe they did the stuff at the all-star game there are great ways to honor Kobe without diminishing or tearing down anything that any other generation has done. And like, right. you know, 
it, it kind of bothers me. Like Jerry West is still alive. Like, and you know, it's 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 obviously a great honor. He didn't ask for it, but it feels like a weird thing to take away from him, even with Kobe passing. So it, it's interesting though. I'm curious for your perspective because I actually listened to Chris and Rob talked about this on the Odd Couple, and I didn't. To me, it felt like kind of a silly radio topic, and then I heard them talk about it, and I thought it was actually really dynamic. So I'm curious. I, I want the other perspective because I'm willing to listen to it. What, that it shouldn't be him? Well, um, you know, Kyrie said that, um, I mean, you know, look what uh, black athletes have done for the NBA, and he's absolutely right. But if we're going to go ahead and go back to it, um, nobody's done more for the NBA than Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. I mean, Aaron, you weren't around, but think about this. How about if I told you the NBA is playing the finals right now and you can't get it on, on television and you'd have to watch it tape delayed at midnight just to go ahead and see the game. Right. No highlights, no nothing. NBA Finals, and you could watch it at midnight on tape delay. That's the way it used to be um, back in, what, 1978, uh, uh, 1979, before Magic and Larry came into the NBA. Big difference between going to that to where they are right now, you know? I agree, and and that's and that's my whole point is, and it goes to, and I know this isn't an apples to apples comparison, but I think it's fair. It goes down to, it comes down to tearing down statues, taking down this, taking down that. There are many great ways to honor Kobe Bryant or any legend who eventually passes away, with again without diminishing somebody else or taking away somebody else. And and the thing that really struck me when I when I heard this story was this is that. Right now, it sounds great, right? Kobe passed away. It's, you know, we we have to honor him. Well, guess what? In 100 years, nobody's going to know who Kobe Bryant is, and there's going to be some other athlete that passes away uh, ahead of his time, and they're going to try to figure out – and they're going to try to figure out a way to honor him – and it's, oh, it's Kobe, whatever, who cares? Like, this is my point, is we have we have so – I just don't like the way that we're always disrespecting, tearing down, altering history, thinking that the present and the modern is the only thing that matters, not understanding that at some point we're, this is all going to be history and somebody else is going to be looking back on us the same way that we looked back on things from 50, 60, 70 years ago. And, that, and that's a fair point. I, I would go with that also. Um, considering though, we're not really na- uh, having the logo after one person because we're not, uh, NBA never admitted it was Jerry West, but that, I mean, it is a good point. What happens if we wanted to change it to someone like the Michael Jordan, um, silhouette, you know what I'm talking of about? Of course. Um, is that okay with you? I mean, Brett, arguably the best guy in the history of the NBA, um, very famous silhouette that everybody knows and can identify. I wouldn't have a problem with changing it to that. I think that could be a good one also. Yeah, and I've listening to other people talk about this topic, I thought that was interesting is that if we are going to change it from Jerry West, uh, you know, Kobe is considered one of the greats, but I don't think he's considered – I don't think anybody considers him either LeBron or MJ. And so, uh, you know, in theory, if somebody is going to be the logo, it should be somebody that is considered the greatest of all time. Um, and so, uh, you know, I don't think the logo needs to be changed. I think the logo is actually pretty cool. And, um, so to me, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I go back to, there are many ways to honor Kobe Bryant. Um, I don't think we have to tear down or take something away from Jerry West to do it. And I'm going to say this because I know people are, are tweeting us on this or whatever. Um, I don't look at somebody's, uh, off the field, off the court, off the diamond, off the ice or whatever. Um, especially if you're not uh, found guilty in a court of law, I'm not the moral police right now. So, uh, and who knows if other athletes that haven't had 
um, you know, stuff uh, away from the court also. So I don't think that should be a factor here, Aaron. Well, and see, that's a really interesting point, right? Is that, you know, Kobe Bryant did settle a sexual assault case out of court. It was not a great moment for him, no matter what he actually did and did not do. And so, again, to me, I'm with you. The morality thing, I really don't care about. I don't care. I don't think that uh, because Pete Rose bet on baseball, he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think that, you know, we have to have a a asterisk every time we talk about Kobe for uh, what he did off the court or what he's accused of doing off the court or what he settled in an actual court. Um, And I don't think that should diminish how we honor him. And so to me, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, how come think, the, well, I was going to say, how come nobody said, let's honor Hank Aaron by making point. him the logo for baseball? Now, baseball's had that, you know, the logo I'm talking about with baseball with the bat up, um, I guess, uh, on the shoulder, uh, look like taking the swing. Some people said that that's Harmon Killebrew. Um, there's no proof of that. I don't think, uh, I think it's probably more Jerry West in the NBA than Harmon Killebrew in Major League Baseball. Well, we didn't say, let's honor Hank Aaron, who passed away, uh, by making him the logo. There was other ways to honor somebody like that. Yeah, no, and, and it's a great point, though, is that it's interesting. We never really talk about it in baseball or, you know, the NFL or NHL or anything like that. It's only basketball, and I just I, I keep going back to maybe this isn't as strong of a topic as I thought because I just keep going back to I don't understand why we have to take away something from Jerry West to honor Kobe Bryant. Well, we're uh, not really taking it away from Jerry West, though. Like, you know, uh, and he even said, Jerry said he wouldn't mind um, he'd be okay with uh, changing the logo to somebody uh, like like Kobe, so he wouldn't have a problem with that at all. I understand, but yeah. uh, I mean, what is he going to say? No, like I mean, you know, Kobe right. passed no, away at forty right. years old. I mean, right. he's not going to be a jerk about it. But I don't know. I mean, it w- there's different ways to honor everybody, right? And and one of the ways that we honor Jerry West is to um, is to is the logo. So let me give you another example. Obviously, Kobe Bryant is going to get a, a statue outside of Staples Center uh, in a couple years or whenever. Uh, imagine if uh, the whoever is the 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 primary statue in the most lo- the best location, say it's Magic Johnson. What if somebody said we should tear down Magic Johnson's statue and move it over to the side to put Kobe Bryant's front and center? Would that be like a reasonable, fair thing to do? No, people would say, why can't you have two statues at that point? Well, th- yeah, exactly. Yes. That's what I mean, though, is there's yeah. a way to honor Kobe without, you know, rearranging the history right. or the way that other people were honored, and that's what I'm saying about Jerry West. Roger says if you're going to change the logo, it should be Kareem's sky hook silhouette until somebody takes the scoring title away from him. See, it's an interesting point, and, and I, I'll say, you know, I listen to a lot of people on this because I thought it was kind of a dumb conversation, like I said, and then I listened to other people, and that was one of the more interesting things was – Jerry West was was an all-time great, but, I mean, he wasn't. No one considers him the best player in the Far history. Far from it. Exactly, yeah. And so so why isn't it Kareem? Why isn't it Bill Russell? Why isn't it Michael Jordan? I don't know what the answer is, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, let me put it this way, and it'll probably offend some people. If we're going to redo the logo, we, there's probably somebody who should be honored as being the literal front-facing uh, whatever of the NBA – than Kobe Bryant, if, if if that's what it's about. If it's about representing the best of the league, then Kobe's probably not the guy. Um, Isaac said that we're getting a lot right now. How about the MVP trophy? It should be named after Michael Jordan, not the first commissioner. 
Um, I could see something like that. Mark I, says, "All right, go ahead." I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, how about we call the Larry O'Brien Trophy for the for the championship? Name that after Bill Russell or something right, like that. Right. But again, that, that go, I guess that goes to my point of where I guess we would in theory be tearing down Larry O'Brien's name, but I don't even nobody even knows who Larry O'Brien is. Mark says nobody suggested changing the logo to Will Chamberlain when he passed away. Uh, it is a thoughtful idea, and Kyrie likes poking the bear anyway. Ha ha ha. Well, I think I hate to say this. I think. Kyrie, I think he he I don't know how to say this appropriately. He I think he wants what's best and he tries to do good, but I do think that sometimes I don't think he thinks things through. I mean, you could go through with the um with the flat earth thing. Oh, I didn't know I was gonna start a controversy, you know, and, and he says this and he says that. And I think sometimes he just talks out loud and he doesn't right. realize what he's saying. And and in his defense, we in the media are the ones that made this a big deal. I don't think Kyrie was banging the table saying, I need this change right now. Um, so I, I just I, I think there are great ways to honor Kobe and all, you know, whoever is the next icon that passes away. I don't know that this is it. All right, we'll get to more of the tweets. They're coming in like crazy. I want to talk about some of the other quarterbacks that we haven't touched on, some of the B and C list quarterbacks. All that's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch, and you can save a bundle on your auto insurance. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. So let me uh, cu- let me clarify something that yes. I said, because Kenny, Kenny brought up a fair point. Kenny tweeted in and he said... Uh, where is it? I'm trying to find the tweet here. He said, uh, think about what you just said. In 100 years, nobody is going to know who Kobe Bryant is. That's absolutely ludicrous. Okay, I what I meant was this, is that every generation looks at their generation as, I hate to say it, but the greatest and best that anything that's ever been done. Not everybody, but segments of it, right? And so like the analogy that I use, there are people under 30 that never saw uh, Michael Jordan play, and so to build up Mike LeBron James, they tear down Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan couldn't play in this era. Michael Jordan couldn't this. Michael Jordan couldn't that. And, you know, you're tearing down Michael Jordan's legacy to build up LeBron. And so that's what I'm saying with Jerry Weist and what I'm saying with Kobe Bryant is that in 100 years, there will be no context of how great Kobe Bryant was. Uh, 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 There will be context, but there won't be people sitting there talking about Kobe Bryant who saw him play, who lived through all that, all that stuff. And so what I'm saying is in 100 years, there's going to be another Kyrie Irving saying, well, I know the the logo is, is Kobe Bryant. But so-and-so just passed away, and we really should honor him by making him the logo. That was the point I was trying to make. You know, Aaron, they say your legend grows as you're away from the game. Um, You know, as as Michael Jordan's been away from the game, it may surprise people. He didn't hit a lot of game-winning shots in his career, last-second shots. You understand that, you know? Um, He had a lot of failures also, but you don't remember the failures with Michael Jordan. You don't remember stuff like that. Um, you just remember the good ones because he's been gone for so long and you remember as the best ever. You forget about those early years when they were getting clobbered 
um, by a lot of teams, um, and he needed some help. You know but what I mean? I, I think that's fair. But think about yeah. how we talk about all these players, right? Is uh, uh, Will, well, he never, there was no big guys in the league when he played, so that's why. Well, yeah, he wouldn't have put up 50 points. In, well, he true. wouldn't have put up 50 points and 20 rebounds a game, but that guy could play in any era well, in the he history. He played against podiatrists and stuff like no, that. No, but I'm serious. <laughs> just, just let me finish the thought. Is yeah. that, you know, Will, oh, well, he couldn't play in this. I mean, well, imagine a league with all seven footers. He. Wilt was one of the all-time greats, okay? Uh, Larry Bird, let's be honest. It was said even in his era, oh, we only hype him up because he's a white guy. No, Larry Bird could play in any era and drop 30 on you. You know, Steph, we, we, we do it sometimes in the present and go back. Oh, Steph couldn't play in this era. So the only point I'm trying to make is that we're already uh, trying to, one, tear down Jerry West and his legacy by giving something to Kobe that I don't want to say he, it's not like he didn't earn it, but I don't know, like, like to me, it's just, I just think there's other ways to do it. And the point that I, I made still stands is we only contextualize things in the world that we live in, in what we know. And so in a hundred years, somebody's, there will be somebody saying, yeah, Kobe was great and all that stuff, but so-and-so passed away and this guy was, oh my God. So we got to make him the new logo. That's the only Let, point I was trying to make. Let's catch up on Twitter. Craig says, Span, you're so pompous and arrogant. He thinks his fat head should be the logo silhouette of the Fox Sports Radio. We the audacity you, Yes, of we should make you the logo of Fox Sports Absolutely, Radio. 100%. I could totally see that. Uh, actually, Torres, if Artie was telling the truth, Dr. J was a huge basketball star before Magic and Larry, both great players, but as usual, race was a factor in the whole mosaic of their stardom. No, Tor- that's not the point you were trying to make. People don't listen to us, Arnie. The point you made what, it wasn't that Magic and Larry Bird were the two greatest players of all time. You right. made the argument correctly that they helped save the league because the league was on tape delay and it wasn't oh. as popular until they got there. That's indisputable fact. Yeah. But, now, Doctor, if you're talking about Doctor J having the great silhouette, I would agree with him on that. You know sure. what I mean? Um, I can certainly understand that. But Magic and Larry, both of them have to be credited. Uh, with saving the NBA. At least I think so. I don't know. I could be yes, wrong. Of course. But that that was the start. There's there's no doubt in my mind. By the way, I, I'm sure I've told you this. I, I When I was a kid, and I just moved to Los Angeles, right? Sure. Kind of ruins the story, but I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mr. Jabbar, can I get your autograph? And he just keeps walking. I go, Kareem! Kareem! And he wouldn't stop. I go, Kareem! Uh, can I get your work? autograph? So the guy stops and signs it. I look at the piece of paper and it says Julius Irving. Oh I go, my I goodness! Go, I go Julius Irving. I go, who the hell are you? You're not Kareem. Remember that was when Julius Irving was in the ABA. <laughs> well, I saw Julius Irving at the Cosmo Hotel in Vegas. So shout out to Julius Irving. He was yeah. hanging out at Chandelier Bar, having a good time, but not too good. I think he's married, but he wasn't doing anything inappropriate. But I was like, oh, that's Doctor J at, at Cosmo right now. Okay, cool. Also saw Allen Iverson playing craps one time, which was wow, pretty freaking. Wow, look at that. You know, I'll tell you a quick, actually an Arizona-related story. So we're in, uh, no, I probably shouldn't say it. There, there was uh, <laughs> a prominent former, somebody related to Arizona athletics in the lobby. And he was pretty famous. He's a relatively famous person. And everybody walked by him. Nobody knew who he was, whatever. Um and uh, I bring it up because 20 minutes later, we turn the corner at MGM. Allen Iverson is playing craps, and there is a line three people deep 
just staring at Allen Iverson playing craps. And it, that's when it struck me. I was like, there are certain degrees of fame. You know what? I'll just say it. It was Kevin Sumlin. I saw Kevin Sumlin, the former Arizona head coach oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he wasn't doing anything inappropriate or anything, so I'll just say it. But I saw him in Vegas, and everybody was walking right by him like he was just another Joe Schmo. And it, he's a pretty famous guy. He was at Texas A&M at the time, uh, pro- top 10 team, Heisman Trophy winner. People just walking by him having no idea. I turned the corner. There's Allen Iverson. I'm like, there are degrees of fame, and I think Allen Iverson <laughs> is pretty close towards the top. It's been so long since I've been to Vegas, I don't even know. I, I don't think I've ever really seen anybody um, playing. I, I don't get to go by the high uh, roller table like you do, Torres, so I don't uh, I don't get to see anybody famous gambling, you know? I don't want to jinx it, but I'm going to Vegas this week, so. Are you really? Yeah, I got a little work thing, so. You always have a work thing in Vegas. It's funny how that works out, huh? No, it is a work thing, though. So you I'll, don't gamble though when you go out there, do you, or what? Just a little sport, just a little uh, sports betting here and there. Uh, I, I'm not a big table games guy, but I like throwing down a few bucks on old uh, State U. Not Arizona though, because they stink. But oh wow, do do you go ahead and do like ten team parlays, or you just no? Kinda... That's for suckers. Why try go for the go for the million dollars? I can't I can't hit a one team parlay right now. I'm cold. So uh, so yeah, no. But I'll have some. Let fun. me let me give you some advice. Sure, okay? go ahead. Uh, this is I, I'll give you the way to play blackjack. They they, they uh, this is better than card counting. Okay. Never bust. I'm, I'm serious about it. You think I'm being funny. Uh, when I go to Vegas, I will stand on 13. You've told me this many times. Yeah, that's why I'm soft. quite successful when I play blackjack. And this is why you wanted to tra- trade Deshaun Watson. You don't stand up for yourself. No, Take listen, a chance. Do you, know, do you know the odds of you winning if you go over 21? Zero. Okay? Zero. The odds of you winning when you stay on 13, at least you still have a chance. So, Zero. See, I... Yeah, I no, hate to say it zero. No, because no. I've I've seen pictures of a young best Spaniard and she was stunning. <laughs> but I, you strike me as the, oh, I can't talk to her. She's too pretty for me. So then you go sit and drink a beer in the corner of the bar by yourself. Sometimes wow. you gotta take a shot, Arnie. Zero. No, I'm telling you, 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 if you play blackjack like that, you'll come out a you're winner. Lu- you're lucky, best Spaniard. She's yeah. not interested in looks and things of that nature. So. Wow. I told you, I never asked her to marry me. She asked uh, me to marry her. You don't believe that, do you? I don't know, man. That's true. It's the God's honest truth. No, I believe it. She knew a good thing when she saw it. She, she didn't want me to get away. <laughs> uh, I don't believe in this miracle specifically. Good good one, Ramos. Uh, all right. You want to get in? Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Let's see what's trending. We'll see how many mistakes he makes this time. Uh, we check in with the singer. that she asked you. She did. She did. She did. It's true. Success. God's honest truth. And you're off to Micronesia. A lot of women probably wanted to marry me. Um, not sure we have confirmation of that. Wow. Do we have the, the audio in the system anywhere of Arnie's best drops from the, the Newlywed Show? What is best favorite restaurant? <laughs> pizza. It's pizza. <laughs> it's true, almost. Uh, well, this was a good discussion, and the NBA, for the record, never intended to honor Jerry West specifically as the logo. So... Maybe it shouldn't honor fill-in-the-blank player for that reason either. It is, first and foremost, a marketing symbol, and a good one for the last 50 years. You can't change it every few years. That's bad business. Even the Kareem suggestion, and we could make a case for him as the best basketball player in the history of the sport, not the NBA's history. Sure, make him the logo now, and then what happens when or if LeBron passes Kareem for the career points record, and on and on it goes. Oh, wow. The whole discussion did remind me of baseball just in recent years when they – 
honored Willie Mays renaming the World Series MVP award for him. He's easily one of the greatest baseball players in history. The bad news, he never won MVP of the World Series in his long career. If you look it up, he was in four different World Series and batted 239 with no homers. Didn't baseball throw him out too? There was with Mickey Mantle, wasn't yeah. it? Because they were casino greeters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a little while, yes. I mean, but like Reggie Jackson was World Series MVP with two different teams in yeah. the 70s. Or, yeah. Koufax and Gibson pitching in the 60s. But no, it's uh, it's named for Willie Mays. Okay. Well, let's get to college basketball. It's number one, Gonzaga has finished its regular season, I suppose, with another victory. It's a beat Loyola Marymount 86-69, 24-0 the record. Zags, 51 straight wins at home. They shot Oof. 58% from the floor in this game. For most teams, the regular season ends next weekend. Number two, Baylor had been 18-0. Had only played one game in the last three weeks. Baylor lost at 17th-ranked Kansas tonight. Jayhawks 71-58. Kansas shot 51% from the floor, and that included the 3-for-16 from three-point range. Baylor Bears' final three games at West Virginia against Oklahoma State and against Texas Tech, so hardly easy. Oklahoma State was an overtime winner at number 7 Oklahoma today, 94-90. Freshman Cade Cunningham with 40 points, 10 in the overtime. He was averaging 19 points a game, but... To have 40 points and at least 10 rebounds against a top 10 opponent had not been done in the last 15 years of college basketball. Not wow. since against number two UConn, Steve Novak of Marquette did so in January of 2006. Meanwhile, Roy Williams got career victory number 900 as a college basketball yep. coach at North Carolina. Tar Heels beat number 11 Florida State 78-70. Seminoles are tied for first in the ACC with Virginia. Carolina had actually lost its last 10 games against ranked opponents. The only time they had a longer streak in their long college hoops history was back around 1950, so a big win for them. By the way, Michigan and Illinois each went on the road. Coming up Tuesday night, Michigan will host Illinois. And USC, ranked 19th, lost tonight 71-61 at Utah. And then UCLA lost at Colorado, 70-61. to UCLA first in the Pac-12 half game over the Trojans. As I recall, those two play each other in the final game of the season. As for the other late games, BYU beat St. Mary's. UC Riverside upset Santa Barbara in the Big West. Even the Hawaii game is over. That's how late it is. They wow. edged wow. Long Beach State, 79-76. Canelo Alvarez defended his super middleweight boxing title. Colin Morikawa is the golf leader by two strokes. A reminder, NASCAR's on Fox TV tomorrow from Homestead, Miami, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And in the NBA, both Philadelphia and Brooklyn lost at home. So Philly first in the East, still a half game over the Nets, who had an eight-game winning streak end tonight at home, lost to Dallas, 115-98. James Harden, 29 points. He had six assists, six turnovers. Kyrie Irving out with a bad shoulder. So, yeah, Harden was the point guard tonight. Kevin Durant out through all-star break with his strained hamstring. At Philadelphia, in overtime, Cleveland beat Philly 112-109. Joel Embiid, 42 points. MLB exhibition games start tomorrow. That's right. And Orioles slugger Trey Mancini will start tomorrow. His first game action since recovering from stage three colon cancer. This guy in 2019 for Baltimore at 35 homers, 97 RBI. So a great comeback story. Back to you. Absolutely. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. Welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS, and you can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. You want to be part of the show? Real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. 
um, getting a lot uh, on the uh, on Twitter. Jason said, with half the show remaining, bring up the great sports logo chat tonight. Thank you again, my friends. Yeah, that was a lot of people did have to comment on that. Um, NHL doesn't have a logo. If they were going to do it, I said it should be Bobby Orr. I don't know if you remember that one, Torres. Flying goes, over the yeah, yeah. That that's but they, um, they had a couple of them. Somebody put on um, on Twitter or excuse me on Facebook. Didn't like the other ones. One was a goalie just kind of standing up. Um, but the Bobby Orr thing, I think, would be the best. I, w- I would like to see that maybe as a NHL logo. You know? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Uh, by the way, uh, moving on, Zlatan. Did I get that right? Abramovich? Did I? Ibrahimovic? I yeah, close enough. I mean, come on. Uh, he said LeBron should stay out of politics. LeBron actually answered back said, no way I'll ever just stick to sports. Um, and to, to be clear, yeah. he didn't. I don't think he specifically named LeBron, did he? He just said he doesn't think athletes in general. No, I think get he political. did mention him by name. Uh, if I'm wrong on that, then I, I apologize. But I thought he mentioned LeBron by name. That's Let why LeBron um, answered him. Let me see. Uh, well, uh, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I, well, I, what, what, what I was going to say is that um, I don't think he should, but I don't think he should use it like in a post game press conference after a loss or a win or something like that. I have no problem if LeBron wants to call a press conference every Thursday afternoon, Saturday night, makes no difference to me and discuss what's going on in the world and use his name to make things better. I've got no problem with that. I just don't think he should be doing it. Um, you know, while we're in a lake or Jersey is my whole thing on that. Yeah, to to I I stand corrected. You're right. He did say LeBron is phenomenal at what he's doing, but I don't like when people have some kind of status. They go and do politics at the same time. Do what you're good at. Do the category you can do. I play football, which is soccer, because I'm the best at playing football. Um, I, I so I'm with you, Arnie. And what I would just say really quickly, I actually. I mean, if you want to protest, protesting, I guess, is different than than using a post game podium or whatever. I have no problem with it, but right. I think what bothers me is the idea that fans are not allowed to have First Amendment rights as well, right? You know, like like Correct. it's your First Amendment right to take a knee or your First Amendment right to use your press conference the way that you want. It's also the First Amendment right of the fan to say, I disagree with kneeling, I disagree with this, I disagree with this, and I'm going to respond by booing, I'm going to respond by not paying for whatever, uh, not watching games. Those are the same First Amendment rights, and you don't get to pick and choose when it's okay to use them and when it's not. Well, that's so. what I was going to say. Now, you, you said if you want to use it and take a knee before the event and stuff like that, why is that okay in uniform? How about if I'm really passionate about flat tax uh, in the world? Um, I'm going to spend the next hour and a half talking about it on my radio show. What do you think our bosses would say? Not on our time. You're not going to do okay. that. You could once the once the show's done, go to Facebook and Twitter, podcast, knock yourselves out, talk talk all the flat tax you want till your head spins. Not on not on Fox Sports Radio. You're not going to do that. Isn't that the same thing? You're wearing a Laker uniform. You're wearing a football jersey. Whatever it is, um, play the game. Talk about the game. Talk about the opponent. I don't want to hear politics while you're wearing uniforms. Well, and the other thing, too, is, um, you know, this is where the Pandora's box comes in, and this is where I do think to a degree that you're right in that you don't do it because then once you allow for – uh, 
um, you know, you allow for one one uh, activism, piece of activism, you have to allow for everybody's, right? And so um, just as the example, you know, Colin Kaepernick originally kneeled for police brutality. I think we all agree police brutality is bad. Nobody wants that. Um, that's not really a polarizing topic. I think we all, nobody wants that. But what if Colin Kaepernick or somebody had said, I'm kneeling because I'm pro-abortion uh, or whatever, you know, like something, or right. I'm pro-gun uh, choice or whatever. Right. I mean, that's not something that everyone agrees upon. And so that is where the issue comes in. You can't tell him not to uh, not to protest that if you're going to allow somebody to protest something else. And so that is where it always gets tricky. Um, and as far as the Zlatan comments are concerned, I don't have an athlete. I don't have a problem with an athlete choosing to use their platform for political whatever. But you also can't be mad at the fan for vocalizing their frustration as well. That's my. Oh, I, you mean so? You mean yeah? I totally agree on that. If you're going to get political. Uh, the fans have all the right to question you on it, answer it, agree or disagree. That's America, right? I mean, mm-hmm. in that way, what, 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 you're, what, you're humming there, there for a second. You don't agree with that or what? No, I, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying is that yeah. you have the, the First Amendment right to use your platform how you please. Now, I actually personally agree with you. I wish none of this was done on the field of play in uniform because, again, um, it, it's it's no different than any other job. You wouldn't want, um, you know, your, uh, you know, your UPS driver with yes, bumper yeah. stickers of this or that or the other thing. And I do tend to agree with that. I just think, unfortunately, we're beyond that at this point as far as, right. and you know, there's some controversy this week. I don't know if you saw, but there was a Tennessee legislation bill that's trying to be passed that, that basically does not allow college athletes to, to uh, peacefully protest during games. And so uh, I, I don't know if we'll ever again get to a point where there is no protest or political activism in the field of sports or in the field of play or whatever but um you know you also have to deal with the repercussions if you choose to uh, protest something he's aaron torres i'm marty spaniel you can reach us at aaron underscore torres i'm at stinking genius one uh when we get back what do the nfl's new tv contract mean for thursday night football DeSager will tell us next right here on fox sports radio do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. Somebody's dishing out a whole boatload of money for some football to Sager. What's going on out there, my friend? It's not official, but okay. it's going to happen. Maybe they're waiting the league to uh, announce all the network deals at the same time. But reportedly, there are broad agreements already with Fox, CBS, and NBC on new uh, new deals and, of course, getting more money in the process. We mentioned on a previous weekend that they were really trying to up the fees for the Disney company because that includes Monday Night Football and video rights for the ESPN shows during the week and so forth. Apparently, it'll be over $2.5 billion per year that the Disney company has agreed to pay. Wow. That's a 30% increase. The big report yesterday came from Sports Business Journal, and they stand by their story. It is not yet official, but two things that are going to be a part of this new NFL TV contract. One, 
ABC, which is owned by Disney Company, is going to be back in the rotation to carry Super Bowls, which hasn't happened in 15 years. Wow. Also, Fox would be out of the Thursday night football game, the regular Thursday football series that goes through the regular series uh, season, excuse me, will be a series on NFL Network and Amazon Prime only. Wow. Keep in mind, NFL Network, well, even a few years ago, it was only in 60% of the households in this country. And in, since then, they've gone from about 73 million homes to 63 million homes. So Thursday night NFL, unless something changes on this deal, only NFL Network and Amazon Unless your home market team is playing, then they have to put it by rule on a regular channel. But that's, and who knows the date they're going to announce it. That's that's big news. As for the NBA, they had a doubleheader on ESPN Wednesday night. It averaged 1.2 million viewers, which is actually, for NBA, that's up 30% over a year ago. They got 1.2 million the next night for TNT's Bucks Pelicans game, but that was opposite a college game that also got 1.2 million. Get Mid- out of What college game got 1.2 million? Michigan and Iowa on oh, yeah, Thursday yeah, night. Yeah. Did you see yeah. Michigan Ohio State 2.8? I think it was the highest rated Last college, weekend. college yeah. basketball game of the Insane. year. Insane. So yeah, Ohio State didn't even drop after that loss. And uh, just to put the NBA stuff in context, and if it's up compared to other NBA games of past years, good for them because, as we know, regular season ratings have not been great in recent years for NBA. But while the NBA doubleheader Wednesday night got 1.2 million, also getting 1.2 million on cable was Resident Alien on Sci-Fi. Love that show. Lifetime got 1.4 <laughs> million on cable that same night with Married at First Sight. So just a little bit of uh, context. An oddity in the NBA last night. Are you aware, first off, and this is odd, that there are still divisions in the NBA. You wouldn't know it by the standings, but there is still, for example, a Pacific division of the yeah, NBA. Meaningless, yes. It is. Uh, every team uh, last night in the NBA's Pacific division played and won. Lakers, Clippers, Golden State, Sacramento, Phoenix, all of them. Wow. First time in the 50 years there has been a Pacific division that they all played and all won on Get a single evening. Very strange. Wow. Wide receiver Josh Gordon in the news today. I saw this. He's joining that fan-controlled football league, perhaps on the same roster as quarterback Johnny Manziel. These Insane. are seven-on-seven games, 50-yard field, a new league with a six-week schedule, all based in Atlanta. Apparently the fans weekly vote on the rosters. <laughs> too, Manziel so was one for five his first game. I could have done better than that. TMZ said Manziel had a dentist visit maybe out this weekend also. Wow. Did you see the big college football news today? No. North what? Dakota State lost. Yes, they lost. Yeah. Their 39-game winning streak That's ended. Right. Lost 38-14 Southern at Southern Illinois. Illinois and found a great college basketball item for you specifically, Artie, today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. From the folks at the Elias Sports Bureau. Now, we mentioned the late game. Gonzaga finished undefeated tonight. They beat Loyola Marymount yet again. In fact, that's 15 straight games head-to-head where they've not just beat them all 15 games. Zags have won by 12 points or more in all 15 games in a row. In the last 60 years of college basketball, there have only been two longer streaks of one team beating a conference opponent that badly over and over. And they are Vermont killing Maine in recent years. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And... Vermont killing Maryland, Baltimore County just before that in the last 60 years of college hoops. The yeah, but now they're our rival now. Yeah, yeah, they've beaten <laughs> us recently. So so we're getting close to conference tournaments. Keep that in the bag. I love Go that. Go Catamounts. I love that stat. Thank you, DeSager. Two hours are in the books. 
Wow, this show's just flying on by. We may have to take a Bernie's hour away. Uh, Power Hour's coming up next. You want to be part of the show. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. We'll come back, reset on the quarterbacks. We'll wait for Bernie at 20 past the hour. All here on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, good evening, everyone. It is the Power Hour of the show as we're coming to you live. From the Farmers Insurance, Fox Sports, Radio Studios, call 1-888-FARMERS to switch. You could save big on your auto insurance. Actually, it's really the best thing you could do with your phone in a few minutes. Just call 1-888-FARMERS and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, you want to be part of the show, Aaron, underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One, Bernie Fratto will join us at about 20 past the hour, straight out of Vegas. Got a lot of Vegas questions for him, so, and with baseball starting, um, we definitely want to see which way he's going to go. Torres, let me, can I, I'm going to come with you. Uh, you know I'm the king of apples to oranges. You know that, don't you? So, Okay, yeah. I'm you don't get, eat apples or oranges, I can tell by yeah, your physique, well, but continue. I'll, I'll eat uh, orange candy, but that's beside the <laughs> sure. point. I'll, uh, let me see if I, I'm Apple just out of a left turn. Let me, one topic I didn't tell you we were going to get to, but I just want to see. Um, but I'll, I'll give it to you like this. There's a car repair place um, not far from you, and the person charges women 10% more than everybody else. Really? I have not seen this story. It's not, I'm afraid I know to even the comment. Person. I feel like I'm no, going to no, get fired I, for even commenting. No, no, no. I know the person, and um, he purposely charges more to women. Um, what do you think? I think I need some more context before I comment, so go ahead. Do you, do you want to know? Do you think I should tell everybody who that car place is so they don't go there, especially if they're women? Because that's really kind of disgusting, don't you think, or no? I mean, if the, you, this is so. Uh, well, the reason I hear okay, you're not following, so I'll, I'll bring it straight out like this. Should Jeremy Lynn tell us who called him coronavirus instead of keeping it a secret when the NBA is investigating it? Would you want to find out that car place that charges uh, women 10% more? Would you wow. like to know the restaurant that charges Hispanics or Jewish people 10% more? Do you want to know the store that charges black people 10% more? Or would you prefer I kept all that to myself? Does Jeremy Lynn have the right to tell the NBA what's going on? Or does he keep his mouth shut and which is the better way for the... Uh, for the league and better for everybody else. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it is apples to oranges. I will but, say no. Yeah. Of all your terrible analogies, that's not the worst one. Um, I I believe that if Jeremy Lin wanted this, in I, I don't think it's wrong. He brought it up, so but I don't you know, think it's wrong it to shed light on it without saying I don't want anybody punished. You okay, know? then I know the restaurant that charges women ten percent more, and we'll just leave it at that. Well, I'll just let him continue to rip everybody off. Then, how about that? No, well, that see, this is where it is apples and to that's oranges the because law, right. yes, no, 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 right. no, no, not not because of that, right? But because you're not the aggrieved victim. If there was a woman that was charged ten percent more, and she found out, and she said, "Hey." I just want the world to know that in 2021, this still happens. Right. Um, but I, I don't want to release the name. Uh, we'd say, right. you give us the name. You give us the name of the restaurant that, that still does that so we know. Wouldn't we? We, we would say that for sure. So let me yeah. – but I, I don't think so because I believe that Jeremy Lin 
uh, has the right where if he doesn't like, I think he just all his intention Tough was. <laughs> no, no, no. I think his intention was I right. want to raise awareness that this still goes on, that racism goes across communities, that it isn't just a, a black white thing, a, a Hispanic thing. But that if you it have happens a chance our, to, do, if you have a chance to do something about, but it, is it though, is it a, is you you? But haven't you done something by speaking out about it? Why yes, do you need to shame yes. someone? Um. And that's a good point, too. Thank you. That's a good point. I mean, is there any um, benefit of naming a name and, and getting that person? Um, that, well, then, that, then that, I'll bring that, this that, up. That's oh, what, no, and that was going to be my next question. What do, what do you get out of it? it? It's, you know, to me, it's that isn't that cancel culture? Isn't that what we always talk okay. about? No, let me finish. Isn't that what it's like? Isn't this what we talk about with cancel culture? Is that you can disagree with, with what somebody says or does or how they act, but does everyone have to be fired and canceled? And that's kind of what Jeremy Lin would essentially be doing is this person might not get canceled, but, um, you know, can't somebody make a mistake without uh, or, or say something dumb without it having to be an international controversy? If we well, I guess, yes. But if we took it to that extent where you said Jeremy Lin doesn't have to out somebody, what what does that benefit? Well, suppose we took that same stance against Donald Sterling and we never said anything. And he would still own that team today, right? Well, still, well, I mean, or is that apples to oranges too? I, if we didn't do anything against Sterling and allowed him to say and be a racist and do all this stuff, he'd still own the team and we wouldn't be any better off for it, would we now? I mean, yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's different. That's completely different because That's those were really, privately thought- recorded uh, uh, audio messages that were released um, but, but we, we, we know what he said also well, about the, black the, athletes. Equi- yeah. The equivalent would be if the NBA had the audio of this person and they chose not to release it. That's the equivalent of that. Okay. Um, I, I just I look at it as I think that Jer- Jeremy Lin, if, uh, you know, I, I think he wanted to raise an issue without, again, cancel culture taking over and right. someone being labeled a racist or right. whatever – um, and I think he just wanted to raise awareness. Hey, Asian people deal with crap too, and it's not fun, and it's not cool, and you know who you were that said that. Um, and you know, maybe if if it happens a second time, maybe if it's the same person, uh, maybe Jeremy Lin will say something. But I, I'm glad he said it because I think it's important to know that racism it, it happens across all literally all races. I was going to say all cultures, but the culture isn't a race. It happens across all races, and it's important to know that this does exist, and I'm glad that he said it, but I don't think that he has like a moral responsibility to out the person if he doesn't want to do that. Would you think, well, we, we saw that in the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game, right? Somebody said he said this, and, and um, he said he didn't Miles say Garrett it. outed him, and right. Mason Rudolph, to a degree, will in some circles will never be forgiven. Now, Mason Rudolph, every single person on his team that I know of has come to his defense. Mike Tomlin, who's obviously an African-American head coach, said that I, that has not been reflected in but any But was he wrong to say to out him then? Why was it okay for him to out him I for saying— well, yes, I mean, uh, well, I I do know why he thinks that it's okay. He he was trying to justify right. why he made the action of swinging his helmet as if it was a weapon. Right. He right. tried to justify it. 
Um, now, there were a lot of people, including many African-American commentators, that did say that doesn't matter what he said, that's not justification for what he did. I'll leave that to other people to decide. Right. Um, but but the broader point is that Miles Garrett was trying to defend an action. I mean, if Jeremy Lin punched a guy and they said, why did you do it, and he didn't say anything, that's different than I punched the guy because he said this about me. That's right, different. right. No, and I understand that it's tough. I look. I, I don't know. I don't hold it against Jeremy Lin. I certainly could understand why you don't want to out somebody. Um, you you don't want to make it all about that one person because it's really the bigger issue, like you said. So I, I can understand that. But there there are other ways. I mean, I I could come up with analogies all day, can't I? I could say, hey, um, I saw there's a guy that breaks into Fox Sports Radio every every week and uh, steals uh, equipment. I don't want to tell you who it is. But, uh, you know, because he really needs the That's equipment. That's a criminal act. That's not a, a social faux pas. That's a criminal act. That's, well, that's a lot tr- different. But th- th- you would still want to know who it is, though, would be my point, though. Um, you'd it's not know, about yeah. what you want, though. It's not about what you want. It's about what Jeremy Lin is comfortable with. It's about him wanting to raise awareness. It's not about, like, you do this thing all the time where it's, well, it'd be really fun if we learn. Well, it's not your place. Torres, here's one from Daryl that says, look, Torres, that is exactly what Lynn said, Torres. Arnie is way off base. Donald Sterling was on audio. Lynn heard it. It hissed him off, but he didn't say he wanted the guy belittled the same way he was. It's about awareness, Arnie, not for the scandal or radio topics. My my whole point is, though, like I said, um, it was brought out in the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game. And that was okay. And Donald Sterling was the audio, but also what he said to the players, that wasn't part on audio. That was, uh, oh, yeah, actually, that was. It was said to that V. Stiviano girl, right? Correct? That, Great that's recall. That was. I couldn't yeah. remember her name. I, I don't even know if I said that right there, though. But I thought the Donald Sterling thing was a good analogy. Had we all kept that shut, he'd still be the um owner of the Clippers. But, yes, but that, that was But that was released, yes. though. That wasn't yeah. his girlfriend saying hey, uh, an NBA owner used this inappropriate language about African-American people, but I'm not going to tell you which owner. Like that. All right, so, so do you think maybe Jeremy Lynch should tell the NBA and the NBA not release that name? Would that be a difference to you or, or no? That's still the same thing. Again, this is my yeah. question. What yeah. are you trying to accomplish by getting the name? I'm trying, I'm are trying you to say throw you can't. Because it goes back to the cancel culture stuff. Right, right, is right, What are you right. trying to accomplish? Because once you give the NBA the name, then right. you're leaving it in their hands to rule as you deem appropriate. And so to me, it's no, to me, that is cancel culture at its worst. I don't think people for saying something dumb, uh, for acting dumb, for right. being immature, I don't think that's a reason to lose a job or whatever. Now you can be punished. You could be lectured on the side. If I tweet something inappropriate, uh, you know, and, and it's not, a fireable offense. I would hope that you know my boss or whoever would would take me aside and say, "Hey, that's not how we handle ourselves here." And Jeremy Lin, I think, would hope that the NBA would take this person aside and say, "Hey, that's not an appropriate language." But once Jeremy Lin gives up the name, what if they throw him out of league? What? If, let, let's just say hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. They they they. Well, I think you left turn. <laughs> they ban him. No, no, no. They yeah, yeah. ban him from the league for life. That's probably an extreme example. Okay. But are you feeling good about Jeremy Lin? Do you feel like your goal was a accomplished or do you feel like a jerk because you just gossed a guy's career you're right you're you're probably feeling like a jerk i don't know if anything's going to be accomplished i guess it depends on who the player is um that said it why why does it matter 
Well, if it's a high-profile player, or not a high-profile player. I don't think that matters. Player. I think if there was a like, history Obviously, of, it's not high-profile because they're in the G League, so I, I take that back. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if there was like a history of yeah. racial, you know, like like I'll I'll say this, is yeah. that, you know, we, we you remember like uh, Josh Allen had some inappropriate tweets when he yes. was younger yes. and all that. Yes. So yes. like, I'm just using this the, as a the, hypothetical. The player from Villanova basketball, I forget his... Um, yeah, no, he was quoting rap songs though. Like oh, okay, I think, okay. yeah, I think right. whatever. But so, like, let's say it was Josh Allen, and let's right. uh, and you know, forgive me, Paul Bills Mafia, and all our Bills fans here, because I'm not trying to attack his character. But if it was somebody that had a a background of this stuff, and this was the latest incident, then maybe it's a little bit different. I, I don't know the deal. I mean, I don't. But to me, I don't. I don't necessarily think it should matter unless it's somebody that 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 that, that has had this issue before. At least in my opinion. Uh, did I throw you for a loop there? Was that the, not what you were expecting to start the, the hour off or what? Though, right? Yeah, huh? no, I mean, I saw the story like everybody yeah. else, and, and yeah. I, I didn't really think all that much about it. Is You know how I, I stand pretty my, – my opinion on this doesn't really change. Is I, I don't think somebody should have to give up information if, 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 they, uh, it, you know, if they're not comfortable with it. It's the same with – we've talked about the, the – the, uh, what was it? The audio of Tyron Matthew. What Tom Brady said to Tyron Matthew. Yes, yes, we wanted that released. Right? No, you wanted that released. Yes, I did. I yes, said, I did. Yeah. I said yes. if Tyron Matthew yeah. deleted his tweet and he was over it, and Tom Brady apologized, I don't point. really care. That that's but, a, that that's a good. But as Daryl yeah. said, Arnie likes his hot talk radio topics, and so yeah. you want to know what everybody said. Well, Maller prop said, hey, look, Sneaky G, just good, very challenging topic regarding Jeremy Lin's recent comments. I've been a fan of Jeremy. Uh, Torres, I applaud your statement regarding the situation and others which do not require things and people being canceled for corrections yeah. to be made. So, But I, I just gave you, we gave you three different ways of it happening. We went back to the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game. We went to Donald Sterling. Um, you know, each one was handled a little bit differently where they didn't keep quiet about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, no, I mean, I just think that... That to me, I, I guess if J- I, this is what I would think, if Jeremy Lin believed yeah. it was malicious in the sense that he believed that the person who said it was a genuinely racist, bad human being, right, right, I right. don't think he would hesitate to release the if name. If it was an owner that said it to him, how about would that be different? That would be, a, I feel, unfortunately, <laughs> it shouldn't be because. But it would be different, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, because then you're yeah. then you're what do you, that that's harassment of your employees. Well, no, no, it? I didn't say it was the if you're just happened to be walking oh, around uh, in, in you're in the owners meeting. There's one of 32 different owners, and you heard one say something. You know. Oh, I thought you meant like Mark Cuban's on the sidelines yelling it at no, him. Or no, something no, like just that. just you know, you, there's the owners meeting, and there's Jeremy Lin, and he heard something. Um, is that is that any different? I don't know. I'm just again, it, it shouldn't be any different, but I think it would be at that point. You know what I mean? Yes, by the way, Daryl says, yeah, Darryl says thank, well, you, thank you, Torres. Torres. Arnie wants the names because he's a nosy rosy. It's all about gossip for him. He once worked with Ben Maller, who did it, run a gossip website at one point, which I did not know that. Is that true? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Wow. I learned Arnie, all sorts of stuff. Get off the cancel stuff, man. It's a sports show. It's not as the world turns. Yes. No. <laughs> and listen, I, I truly believe that if Jeremy Lin felt as though it was something malicious that needed to be addressed in the bigger picture, then he would say the name or whatever. But I, mean, I it's a different I, way of looking at it, really. I don't have anybody looking at it that way, though, you know? Well, I, I look at it, remember, also, I'll give you another example. Yeah. Luka Doncic, 
be yes. a, be a white boy and yes. Luca's like I don't care like yeah. I wish yeah. he hadn't said it but it's basketball right. whatever and yep. I and I don't Bingo. I'm not equating that because uh, I think the Jeremy Lin stuff is worse right. but Jeremy Lin's just like yeah I don't want I don't want to be I don't want anybody suspended or whatever it's just this is the crap that we deal oh. with as Asian people uh, in this in in this world that we live in people going back and forth on Twitter like crazy Aaron underscore Torres I've been sticking genius one uh, good job there we'll come back straight out of Vegas Bernie Fratto will stop on. By got a lot of questions for Bernie. That's coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. All right, welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save a bundle. On your auto insurance. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Wow. We opened up a whole can getting a lot on Twitter. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. We'll get to those in a little bit. But first, coming up at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas, he joins us now. It's Bernie Fratto. How you doing, Bernie? You know, gentlemen, while we're name dropping tonight, one time back in the late 90s, I was at the Mandalay Bay, and I see James Brown at a blackjack table. Nice. And he's got the whole blackjack table to himself, and he's got four giant bodyguards behind him. They all look like Indomitian and Sue, only bigger, <laughs> dressed in nice tuxedos. So as I'm walking closer to the blackjack table, I want to get a look. And as a, the closer I get, the more I slow my walk. And obviously, one of the bodyguards in his peripheral vision saw me, and without turning his head, missing a beat, he just said, Keep walking. <laughs> no stopping here, my no, friend. No, I just kept right on walking. I love it. I love it's it. It's like I... when you were bouncing at the old uh, Lakers club there. That's how you yeah. used to run things, run a tight ship over there, whatever it was called. I couldn't think of it off the, the top forum of club. The forum yeah, club. The forum club. That's right. All right, Bertie, four new NFL props out there. What's going on? What do we have Yeah, here? it's, uh, you know, draft talk is really heating up, and it's a lot of fun, so – Four very clever draft props added to the menu this week. This one we've never seen before. Will the first four picks all be quarterbacks? Now, it's never happened. If you believe it's yes, it's plus 900. No, 16 to 1. I'm a firm no. I can't see it happening. There's a couple of good head-to-head ones here. Zach Wilson. Who will be drafted first, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? Oh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, minus 700, Arnie. Woo! Justin Fields is plus 500. Then here's another one. Who will be drafted first, Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Justin Fields minus 1,000, Trey Lance plus 650. Well, I would take that. I I saw uh, Charlie Cassidy's uh, mock draft having him all uh, dropping Fields down to 25 or something. Yeah, and there's going to be all kinds of speculation. But the one that really caught my eye of the four props, which pick will the last quarterback in the first round be selected? The over-under is 15.5. So if you think it'll be drafted after the 15th round, it's minus 180. Under plus 160, I think it's a lock to be after the 16th round. I think you'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. So uh, this is going to continue, and uh, we're still, you know, eight weeks away from the draft, but already things heating up. 
Let me ask you a question, Bernie. I don't remember there being – I always remember the props around the Super Bowl. I don't ever remember there being so much interest in draft props. Is that a byproduct? Uh, is that just the natural byproduct of the growth of sports gambling? Is it a byproduct of last year when it was like the first thing that we could gamble on in months? Because I just don't remember it being this hyped uh, as far as draft props are concerned in previous years prior to this past year. You're spot on. The operative word is hype. Now, this is only about the fourth year they've had NFL draft props, but to your point, you're starting to see more and more advanced chatter, more and more opportunities to bet them, more and more selections, and to your point, more and more hype. And it's because uh, it's immensely popular. The books have figured out a way to get their, uh, you know, handle around it and still stay within the regulations. And, you know, most of the props are taken off the board like 10 days before the, there's the actual draft. So it's not like information can leak. And limits are, 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 and, uh, limits are, uh, are smaller. But to your point, again, uh, yes, uh, the, the hype is, is uh, off the charts now as compared to what it was even a couple of years ago. And, again, four or five years ago, there were no NFL draft props. Yeah. Bernie, by the way, speaking about new, uh, new props, what's going on with March Madness? Some, some new props in March Madness also or what? Two cropped up this week at William Hill. Again, I think they're very clever. You can take the Big Ten Conference, minus 160, versus the field, plus 140 to win wow. the championship. Or here's another one. You can take Gonzaga, Baylor, or Villanova, minus 110, or the rest of the field, minus 110. That's pretty you know interesting prop to me. I'd have to go with the field on that one just on the pure value alone. You're getting 61 teams plus 3. Right, right. But I'm telling you this Michigan team is climbing the charts. They were 6 to 1 as of Friday and someone went into bet MGM and bet 30 grand on the Wolverines to win it all. Oof, I really wow. I think they could beat Villanova the way they the way they defend the perimeter and the way that they rebound. Bernie, I, I saw somebody had Michigan at 125 to 1 at the beginning of the year. They put down $800 or something like that on it. I, I had not seen that. I, did, I didn't, frankly, I didn't know they were that high. Maybe they thought Jim Harbaugh was coaching the team. Oh! But I digress. <laughs> but right now, I, I'll tell you, uh, Michigan at 6 to 1 is great value. Uh, after college basketball, obviously, uh, we know what's next the Masters, a tradition unlike any yes. other. Too early to start talking golf props or golf bets, uh, Bernie? Not only is it not too early to start talking golf props for the Masters, but BetMGM put up odds to win a major, any major, of the four majors in 2021. And there's sort of three categories, favorites, middle of the pack, and longer shots. So you can get just uh, Dustin Johnson at 2-1 to one just to win one of the four majors. You can get John Rahm at 3-1. to one. Get uh, Xander Shoffley at three to one, and Brooks Kepka at four to one, wow. just to win any of the four majors. One that caught my eye: Patrick Reed. He's always hanging around seven to one. Again, just to win one of the four majors. Adam Scott nine to one, and of course, if you're feeling saucy, you can get Sergio Garcia at fourteen to one. Again, you just have to win one of any of the four majors this year, and you cash. What happens if the, one of the majors is pushed back or canceled? It still counts, or what? You. Yeah, I think they're still going to be graded as action. You take that yeah. risk uh, because it's based on odds to win a major in 2021. Presumably four ah, will be played, but yeah. if three aren't, you know, that's that's the way yeah. cookie crumbles, I guess, right? Yeah, got some NFL divisional odds for us. What's going on there? Well, here's what really caught our eye this week about that. The They released all the NFL divisional odds. In the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills are prohibitive favorites. They're Minus one ninety, the Dolphins plus three twenty, the Pats five to one, the Jets open at twenty five to one, 
and they took so much professional money, they're already down to 12 to 1. Wow. And what caused the raising of the eyebrow on that situation was it's eerily similar to last year when Tampa Bay, their odds dropped from 60 to 1 to 18 to 1 on the presumption that Tom Brady would join the Tampa Bay Bucks. Sure enough, he did. It's almost like, does somebody know something? Could there be a chance that Deshaun Watson finds its way to the Jets? Highly speculative. All I know is a lot of money, respected money, came in on the Jets this week, and they're down to 12-1, to 1, again, just to win the AFC East. Wow. Very good. Any uh, real quick baseball? We got our first uh, pre uh, spring training. I was going to say preseason. I, I know you're not a huge baseball guy, Burn. Anything that stood out to you so far with baseball? I am sitting on the sidelines for that. It's not. It's nothing like the NFL preseason. Okay. First of all, spring training games. You don't know who's pitching. And I don't know if you heard, guys. The first week, the two managers will get to, they'll get together and they'll decide how many innings they're going to play that day. And I think wow, Don Mattingly said that. the Marlins. Yeah. He said, our first four games, we're just going to play seven innings. So I don't you know, think you can't bet a total. You, you don't know who's pitching. It, it, it's a complete stay away. As we get closer to the season, though, uh, uh, we'll talk about you know, more of those types of odds. Although we talked about it last week, Dodgers 2-1, to one, there's almost no value. But what you'll see coming down the pike are home run leaders, batting average leaders, will someone hit 400, things of this nature. There'll be all kinds of those props coming up here in the next four weeks. Bernie, before we let you go, you were going to mention an AFC team getting steamed big by the pros. What's going on there? Yeah, it was the Jets. Yeah, that's the, that's the team okay. uh, I just alluded to okay. uh, in the AFC East. Whenever the odds drop that, drop that much, it takes a lot of money for that to happen. So all of a sudden, the Jets are 12-1 to 1 right now to win the AFC East That's because crazy. of the money that came in this last week. Yeah. Yeah, insane, absolutely insane. Bernie Fratto coming up at the top of the hour. Must listen to Bernie. Great job. We'll speak to you at the top of the hour, my friend. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, Bernie. Speak to you. He'll be doing his own show. He won't be yeah, speaking nobody to you, speaks Torres. to you. I don't speak to you after we get off air. No, so. not, you just don't even pick up the phone, not even a text like, good show, good job. Uh, you were awesome today. B Nothing like that. B minus work, your best work yet. So, uh, you know, C's get degrees. I'll take the B minus. Yep. Let's see what's trending. We check in with the Sager. What's <laughs> going on, the Sager? By the way, the late final score in the NHL tonight was St. Louis winning seven to six at San Jose. Thirteen goals. St. Wow. St. Louis Blues in this new West Division they have this year. They're in a fourteen-game stretch in which they play eleven times in the <laughs> state of California. The NHL regular season's only 56 games this year. Includes that all-Canadian division. Wins again for Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Carolina, by the way. Canelo Alvarez was boxing in Miami. First fight card at the Dolphin Stadium. He defended his super middleweight title. Alvarez record 55-1 and with two draws. The only lost career was to Floyd Mayweather in 2013. Tonight, he was fighting... Somebody, some mandatory challenger from Turkey, and it was stopped after three rounds. Punches landed. Alvarez, 67 to 11. So his opponent landed 11 punches in nine minutes. Wow. (laughs) Fox has NASCAR from Homestead, Miami, tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Colin Morikawa, the golf leader. PGA Tour is in Florida for the next month, then to Texas for two weeks, then the Masters in April. Morikawa, the leader, Brooks Kepka fell to a tie for second after shooting third round 70. Roy McElroy four shots back. And I'm glad you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Arnie, former Notre Dame defensive tackle Lewis yeah. Nix, that he has died at the age of 29, according to News 4 Jacksonville. He hadn't been seen 
Since Tuesday, when he left his father's house in Jacksonville, now apparently his car has been located and removed from a pond near his apartment in that city. To the college basketball scoreboard, the regular season ends for most teams next week, and it ended for number one Gonzaga tonight. 24-0 record, they beat up Loyola Marymount. Zags have won 51 straight at home. Number two Baylor had been undefeated, but lost at Kansas this evening, 71-58. Baylor had only played one game in the last three weeks. Third-ranked Michigan is 18-1. One game ahead of Illinois in the Big Ten standings, and Michigan hosts Illinois on Tuesday night. Michigan won its game at Indiana, while Illinois won at Wisconsin. I don't know if you saw the final minutes of this game. Illinois barely held on because for the Badgers, Demetri Trice had 29 points. That included 19 points in the last two and a half minutes of the game. Five for five on three-pointers late in the game, but Wisconsin fell short. Alabama hoops doing well this year. Ranked sixth in the country, and Alabama, 14-2 and in the SEC, clinched its first regular season basketball title since 2002 with a narrow win at Mississippi State. Oklahoma State super freshman Cade Cunningham had 40 points in an overtime win at number 7 Oklahoma, and number 10 West Virginia whipped Kansas State 65-43. K-State shot 29% from the floor. They're 3-14 and in conference. One more regular season game, and they'll be hosting 0-15 Iowa State in league play. Wow. North Carolina coach Roy Williams with career victory number 900, and it was an upset win against number 11 Florida State. Xavier beat number 13 Creighton, which is tied for first in the Big East with Villanova. Wednesday on FS1, Creighton at Villanova. Texas Tech now 7-7 in conference after beating Texas. Virginia Tech whipped Wake Forest, which shot 27% from the floor. Tonight, number 19, USC lost at Utah, and then UCLA lost at Colorado. Wins for Auburn and Arkansas, for San Diego State, which has won 10 in a row. And Loyola Chicago, ranked 21st in the country, yeah, won overtime. in overtime against Southern Illinois, ending the regular season at 16-2 in the Missouri Valley Conference, ahead of Drake, which was 15-2 but lost tonight. At Bradley. And did you see Duke lost again? Yeah. Eleven and nine record. Duke lost in overtime to Louisville. Meanwhile, Kentucky this season is eight and fourteen. It lost to Florida. Horrible. Meanwhile, Nebraska was one and fourteen in the Big Ten. It beat Minnesota seventy eight seventy four. And Boston College was one and nine in the ACC. It beat Notre Dame ninety four to ninety. NBA, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn each lost at home. Philly still a half game over the Nets in the standings. Toronto's Pascal Siakam out through the All-Star break due to health protocols, according to ESPN. And, yes, Major League Baseball exhibitions start tomorrow, opening day April 1st. And did you see that, A, Miguel Cabrera is still in the league, and, B, he said that, yes, he's still in the league, long ways from hitting 300 like he used to but yeah, still exactly. being overpaid by the tigers cabrera says this year he hopes to reach 500 career homers and 3000 career hits that's never been done by the same guy in the same year in fact in baseball history only six guys have done that in the same career wow. including hank aaron and willie mays but he's only 13 home runs short of 500 and Look miguel cabrera is 134 hits shy of 3,000. Oh, yeah, okay. Interesting. That. Back to you. I like that. Thank you, DeSager. Welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1 888 Farmers. You can save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. I know you wanted to talk about Russell Wilson just real quick. Um, explain something to me. 68 teams in March Madness plus what? Four teams 
extra on the side in case somebody gets coronavirus. You get an extra team in there. I don't, what the hell's going on, Torres? I, I don't even understand what's happening here, you know? I'm a little bit confused, too. I kind of glanced over it when yeah. I uh, when when the news came out. But, yeah, my understanding is four teams are going to go to Indy as, uh, as potential replacement teams. Should be Arizona, then, because we're not allowed. It should just, if we're just going to send teams there, let's send Arizona, then. Hey, you, you don't like make that the idea. Fo- I, I don't really care. They're the <laughs> ones that self-imposed. This wasn't an NCA decision. This was an Arizona decision. So we're now with the field of 72 or 68 plus four, I guess, is what it is or whatever. I don't it's, even, it's I'm so confused. the travel party of 72 <laughs> field of 68. No, it's never, it's not going to be more than 68 in the field, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so it'll be. How are you going to travel? How do you know you, if, if you're not going to play or do you go and um, quarantine in case you have to play? And is it somebody that's close? Do they say, well, we're in Indianapolis. Let's try to find somebody close in proximity. I, well, I don't know how that the, works. The Big Ten tournament is in Indianapolis. So you wonder is uh, if it comes down to those extra teams, does it make sense to just have teams that are already there that are quarantining? I so. have no idea. I don't know. What's going on? What do you want to say about Deshaun Watson? Nothing about Deshaun Watson because oh, I'm mean, tired no, of arguing Wilson, with I'm you sorry. about him. But yeah. no, so Russell Wilson, we all know the four teams that came out this week is Dallas, New Orleans, Vegas, and Chicago in terms of teams that Russell Wilson would be willing to tr- to waive his no-trade clause for. Do you really believe that he would go to Chicago? Like, if Chicago called and said, we'll, we'll give you Seattle Seahawks, you know, seven first-round picks, whatever, who cares, and Seattle said, we'll do it, let's get Russ on the phone, do you think Russ would actually say, okay, let me go? Because here's my thing. Dallas obviously makes sense, huge market, good team, whatever. New Orleans makes sense, Sean Payton, I think even Vegas makes sense. I don't think the team's very good, but new market, you know, you could be the star of the entire city, basically. Chicago doesn't make very much sense to me. It's not some crazy media market that's going to be great for Ciara's career, his wife's career. It's not... um, I don't I don't think they have I mean they have a decent enough roster but it's not as though it's the Bucks with uh Mike Evans and and Chris Godwin and all that. Do you think he would actually accept a trade to the Bears if the Bears just came out and gave something preposterous to get him? Um yes I do. Uh, is it so much maybe you you're you're on a point here Aaron. Maybe it's not so much why he wants to go to Chicago. Maybe it's more so that he really wants to get out of Seattle, and he only had three teams, and he goes, you know what, let's put Chicago on there too. They don't have a quarterback. Maybe could have come out with more than four teams, but that was probably the four that he would agree to. Do you think it's more about I want to get the hell out of here so I'll add another team, or or no, he really wants to go to Chicago? Well, my thought was maybe he added it to increase leverage for the other teams in, in terms of – if if you really only want to go to say New Orleans and Dallas, let's just use that hypothetically. Right. You can't right. only say I'm only going to go to New Orleans and Dallas because then all of a sudden uh, one of them doesn't want to, and then one of them isn't going to be. You know, one of them's going to try to lowball the other team. So why even give the teams at all? Why not just say uh, he's open to all all the teams out there? Then you know, because then yeah. 24 teams are going to call and all of a sudden you're a New York Jet and you got to say, hey, I'm not actually accepting a trade there. So I, the, the whole situation is bizarre. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he he didn't demand a trade but said he'd go to these four teams. And I just look at Chicago and I say, first of all, the other thing too, I didn't even mention, same division as the reigning top seed in the NFC. Uh, and it's not as though the NFC West is easy by any means. It's obviously the toughest division in football. I just... I, I I mean, I guess you have to have some teams on your list, but I would really be curious if the Bears called tomorrow and said, 
five first-round picks, Seattle. You in. And Seattle's like, we're in if Russell Wilson would really actually accept a trade to Chicago. Well, if you think about it this way, um, Aaron Rodgers, certainly toward the end of his career, correct? So maybe you're not worried about the Packers. The Lions are starting over again. So if you go to Chicago, you're saying it's between us and the Vikings, and uh, you could beat out Mr. Cousins, no problem. Maybe he's looking at it that way, that it's an easy division for them to win once Rodgers goes down. Got to be careful. They're breaking kneecaps in Detroit right now. So I, I'm just telling you, I'd be scared. I'd stay as far away from that division uh, as I could. But uh, You want to get in Aaron underscore Torres. I've been sticking genius one. We'll come back, wrap up the show. That's next uh, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back to the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a, quote, fast show today, Torres. No doubt about that. That's what happens when you're working with a real professional. Wow, so I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Um let me say this. When you get a story wrong and you're one of those insiders, you're supposed to fess up saying, I got it wrong. Um, who's the knucklehead that told us that Albert Pujols was going to retire? Oh, wait a minute. That was his wife, right? She's oh. the one that put that out that he was going to retire. And he refuted that. What's going on here, Torres? I'm very confused by this story. So give everybody an update. <laughs> well, I think he just did. but Yeah, his, his wife put out a tweet saying... Not verbatim, but like, this is the last year. Here we go. The start of the last year for Albert Pujols. He's going to retire after this year. And then Pujols puts out a, a tweet saying, oh, things are getting out of control here. I never said I'm going to retire. We'll um, talk about things after the season. So, so what's going on here, Aaron? This is basically the exact opposite of Giselle and Tom Brady. <laughs> Giselle just says every year, yeah, I think this should be your last year. Yeah, and Tom yeah. Brady's like, I'm going to play till I'm 58. And she's like, you say, you've, been say, you've been saying you got to retire. So, uh, yeah, I did see that story. So anybody that says they have the inside scoop of Pujols has to be lying because the wife doesn't even have the inside scoop, right? Is that fair enough to say or what, Aaron? What does it say about their marriage? I'd be I'd Yes. Be, you know, I, I don't encourage people to check your husband's text messages, but, you know, there might be a little something, uh, something Honey, else going on. Honey, why did you say I'm going to retire when I have no plans on retiring? Why would you put something like that out, you know? Absolutely. By the way, what a waste of a contract, huh? What's that? Ten- have they made one pl- They've made the playoffs one year and got swept. He's been there, I believe. Well, the same thing for Trout, though. I mean, my goodness, you talk about a guy um, that's so great, maybe the best guy in all of baseball. And that guy hasn't gotten anywhere being with the Angels. It's horrible. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. Maybe he'll demand a trade like everybody else. No, he just signed a new contract for a gazillion dollars. Deshaun Watson signed one 24 weeks ago. That's eight. (laughs) That That would be how many weeks? How many months? 52 weeks in a year. So take it from there, my friend. Six months. I'm great at math. Yeah, you're you're awesome at math. It must be that Connecticut education for you. By the way, how's UConn doing for the uh, March Madness? Are they making a run or what? Big win today. Beat Marquette at home. And they're in good shape. You know, their best player was hurt for a big chunk of the year. They did not play well, but the committee evaluates you based on who you are entering the tournament. So he is back healthy. His name's James Booknight. He'll probably be in New York Nick next year. He's going to be in the NBA. And so uh, so I'm feeling good about the Huskies. Got to keep winning, though. Two, two big ones this week. They play at Seton Hall, and then somebody else they should beat. Is it wrong? I'm, I'm just not feeling March Madness this year, and I should feel it more than ever because we didn't have it last year. You will. Give it, give it conference championship week when all the games are on all day and you can start watching these teams and following them. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, listen. It's, I mean, some teams played so many less games, yes. and I don't know how that's going to work into this. And 
and we didn't really talk. Baylor lost tonight, and, and yes, I'm, to I'm Kansas. reading Scott Drew's quotes, and he said, we're the number one shooting team in the country, and we'll get back there. But even Superman has kryptonite, and I guess COVID <laughs> protocols are ours. So. <laughs> I, and, and, and like I said, I, I have not feeling it because so many teams, some teams played so many less games than the others. Um, some conferences just cut it short. And, um, you know, now we're going to get the conference tournament. Like you said, maybe I'll pick it up once we start getting those automatic bids from the conference tournament, which I love so much. You're you going to be texting me Monday morning. Who do I pick in my bracket? And I'm just know. picking all upsets. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I, I can see the upsets coming left and right. I'm really happy the fans are going to be able to go. Yes. Uh, I think, if anything, it takes away from March Madness. you got to have fans for March Madness. The world know? is finally getting back to normal. I saw that they actually today in Indianapolis, where the tournament is going to be played, increased restaurant and bar capacity. Oh, nice. So, now, are you going to March Madness? I'm no? not going this year, no. There's, I, I said this a few weeks ago, but it's like going to the Super Bowl. You go to network, you go to meet people, and this year I just don't think there's going to be very many people there outside of the teams that are participating in terms of the basketball community. Now, there might be fans going, but I'll be here. I'll be here in uh, L.A. watching on TV. Like, when are you come? Did you come to L.A. already? Weren't you coming for a day or something like that? No, I, I didn't come to L.A. I, I'm not allowed to be in the same studio as you. They've pretty much put the kibosh on that. Yes, finally, the bosses are getting my emails. That's good. I got the right email. <laughs> yeah, finally, they're getting those emails. They keep Spanier away from the studios for crying out loud. All right, uh, we got to wrap things up. Thanks to the crew back in Los Angeles. Ramos, a yes. special appearance, doing a great job. Shout out, General. Always uh, to our producer, uh, what's his name again? What is Bursch, he did an Bursch, incredible job. Right. Don't listen I, to him, always, Bursch. Always a great job to Sager on the updates for my partner, Aaron Torres. Um, coming up next, Bernie Fratto, straight out of Vegas. You know it's a must listen. He'll give you the Vegas perspective on what's going on. I'm back tomorrow with Chris Plank, same time, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.